Uh, good evening, brothers and sisters. Uh, welcome to Sunday Night Fireside. This is Bobby. I'm with Kendra. Hi. Hey, Kendra. And we are very lucky and blessed to have a, a person I've never met, uh, <laughs> Kalina Carruthers, on the podcast. Welcome, Kalina. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Uh, Kendra kind of gave me a little... A little uh, a little taste of what we're going to be getting into tonight. (laughs) So I'm excited. I I didn't know. I don't know who you are at all. We were not, we barely missed each other. So (laughs) I actually moved into Richfield. I moved into Richfield. uh, It was like halfway through my sophomore year. And then I left the summer after my junior year. Okay. So did we know each other then? Because I was there for the whole sophomore year. Do you remember me at all? Because I don't, like we're gonna have to do some. You know what? Sophomore year was really weird. I came after spring break, and I was not happy oh. about being there. So I wasn't like trying right. to make friends necessarily. <laughs> that didn't happen. Right You're like those way, chicks so. on a uh, dating. <laughs> totally. So where fine. did you come from, and why were you freaking Richfield, Utah, for Christ's sake? <laughs> okay, so originally I'm from California. That's actually where I live now. Again, um, and I. My sophomore year of high school was dating a girl, and my parents scandal. didn't know about it. Scandal. Oh, big scandal. Because I, oh, so background, born and raised LDS. I was a Mormon all my life. Um, and so, obviously, this is not within the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And my parents found out, thanks to my unhelpful internet browser history, Oh, man. <laughs> oh the no! Both of you. <laughs> it betrayed me, my innocent software self that didn't understand how computers worked. We still had dial-up, so you know. Um, I was like looking up horoscope stuff, <laughs> like to see if we were compatible. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was not the same thing as what I was doing software. <laughs> very innocent um (laughs) and so uh my parents found it and they confronted me and it was one of those things where like I I tried to deny it but it was like no you Mm -hmm. idiot like obviously this is what this is um and so they kind of freaked out on me like oh you can't you can't hang out with her anymore and all this stuff and so I was like fine whatever you know angsty teenager and I thought that was the end of it and my sophomore year for spring break my stepdad was like hey your aunt she had surgery she needs some help um and your uncle's like working all the time and they just need an extra hand so you me and your brother we're gonna go up there and we're gonna help them out just for spring break and then we're gonna come home and I was like okay cool like of course why would I say no to that um so we load up and dropped you off dude are you shitting me oh it gets better (laughs) So I'm under the impression that this is like a spring break trip and we're going to be home. Um, And so we get up there and we're there for several days. 
and doing our thing and just hanging out. And, and they brought my brother, which is like the grossest thing to me, more mm. so than even what happened to me. Like they conned him into <clears throat> being part of this? Yeah. Well, he didn't know. Right. He didn't know what was happening either. Otherwise, he would have talked to, to you about it. Yes, absolutely. Um, and so, and this is my brother that's four years younger than me. So, like, what is he going to do? Um, so, we get there. And then randomly, like, halfway through that week, they're like, oh, we're going to go take a drive. Like, we're going to go down to McDonald's. <gasps> we're going to get a Coke. And we're going to go take a drive. And on this drive, they informed me that I was not coming home. I was going to be staying in Utah because... What I was doing was so concerning to them and they were just worried about me and my salvation and it was a whole thing like all the adults, my, my stepdad, his brother and sister-in-law. So these are all like my step family. This is not blood relation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they're like, okay, well, this is how it's going to be. Like, we're going to take your debit card because I had a bank account at that point. Um, so that you can't go anywhere, you don't have phone privileges, you can't call anyone back in California, you can't have contact with anyone, like, Jesus. you're, you're going to be here until we can straighten oh this out. Straighten we can straighten that. you out, baby. Straighten me out. <laughs> exactly. Spray the gay away. <laughs> um, and so... The thing... And, like, the thing that was so... I mean, obviously, trauma tons Mm -hmm. of trauma here getting Mm -hmm. ripped away from your friends and stuff like I was in extracurriculars I had I was in this is going to sound so dorky I was in FFA (laughs) um in California (laughs) I was in FFA future farmers of America and um (laughs) do you have your jacket still I do (laughs) yes I always wanted one of those the blue corduroy jacket. Yeah, with the gold, the gold, tri- the gold the embroidery. Big we all are, back. we all are jealous, but we just didn't want to deal with animal <laughs> shit. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to deal with the cowboys. <laughs> Dude, the jeans though. Ah, uh, we're in a disagreement on that one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just liked the butts. Okay, <laughs> cowboy butts drive me nuts. Cowboy butts. <laughs> and your parents um, were like, "Well, thank God, butts. as long as there's dick and balls attached to that butt, that's all we need." <laughs> <laughs> Who cares how they treat their women? <laughs> okay, sure. yeah. No, I didn't want to date them. I just wanted to look at them. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. <laughs> So I had like I had animals. I had sheep. My sheep. My ewe had just had babies. So I had <sighs> lambs. Um, I had rabbits. Like I had all this stuff. I was in band. I was in the marching band. God, like, you are I a had, dork, huh? I am <laughs> such a dork. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my god! I was into like computer animation. It was a whole thing. Um, it's becoming very apparent why I was so in love with you. <laughs> Yep, yep, that all checks out. (laughs) Dude, so so I end up in Utah, which, okay, so a little background on Kendra. So Kendra and I had actually met once before. Do you remember that? Okay. Um, No, but I, um, our families are connected, this um, in-laws. So my aunt dated such step dad after the divorce of Kalina I don't know if you're going to go in there but my dad my, my aunt is dated into this family and then like they moved into the ward our Annabella ward and my grandparents just like kind of adopted them as pseudo family so we were over there a lot 
Yeah. So there was one time we came up to visit. This was before the trauma move. And there was like, I want to say it was like a New Year's Eve party or some sort of slumber party was going on at your grandparents. And I just kind of got invited. My aunt and uncle were just like, hey, this girl in our ward, like her family's doing this thing and you're going to go. And I'm like, okay. And it was so weird, (laughs) but it was fun. (laughs) Like I I ended up getting along just fine with Kendra and it was great. And it was, the house was cool. But it was so weird because it was like, you don't know these people, but here, we're going to just like send you yeah, over we're there. Yeah, here you go. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay I was just like desperate for friends here other, from California. Yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so Can we you? had met. So Kendra was literally the only person besides my cousins that I had ever met in town before this all happened. Um, um, so yeah. Can, that's, we talk, can we talk about that a little bit? What do, what do you think? Let's try and put ourselves in the adult shoes because they obviously fucked yeah. up big time here. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They've. What do you? My, what do you think? Ugh. Was it? You think it was just a Mormon uh, fear response, or absolutely the time of the era, or like what? What do you think their thought process? Have you since talked to them about it? I I kind of have. So like my mom has apologized for it. Good. Um, which I appreciated, but you know our relationship has been rocky from that mm-hmm. point on. Um, and then my stepdad, because I have two sisters that that's their bio dad. And Uh so my sisters have just recently started reconnecting with him. So I've seen him a couple times fairly recently Mm. and he kind of expressed the same sentiments that like, yeah, that was not. Okay. So where were we? We were, uh, you were talking about your parents' state of mind and shit like that and how the family, it was the family suggestion. So that's what I've been told. So the family suggested, like, and I guess, like, this aunt and uncle are kind of like the people you send all your screwed up kids to. Right. Because <laughs> I am not the only one that's lived there. Yep. Yep. Um, but, you know, I don't know. <sighs> so. Is it just because, is it just because you guys live in, is they just they live in a small town and they're like, this is Mormon land and we can fix anyone here. Exactly. They're like, we, we know what we're doing. We've had, they've, they had like fostered teenagers and stuff before. So apparently they thought like, mm-hmm. we can handle anything. Like you bring her here, we'll take her to church. We'll make her have good friends and we'll be super strict and fix everything. So are you the only one that doesn't have, you're the only that the dad's the step this is my stepdad so okay background on my family (laughs) so there's six kids in my family i'm the oldest um my mom was just dating my dad he it was a bad relationship she was like 18 when she got pregnant with me so he was never in the picture uh she got married not too long after that she had my two brothers they got divorced she was seeing someone else got pregnant again they were engaged but didn't get married um and then when i was eight she married this stepdad and they had two more kids so just did he have did he have any other kids kids besides besides the two that he had with your mom mom. no okay so he just was like like, totally i'm not trying to make excuses he's just fucking out of his league of course Uh, completely and he he's told me that too like he's like i i and told my sister like I didn't know what I was doing I came into this like there were four kids already I had never been a parent I was not prepared for all of this like so he's even admitted like he was mm. totally over his head but that doesn't, <coughs> doesn't excuse that kind of behavior because like Jesus of course Christ. that's yeah. rough I'm sorry that happened to you that's brutal man 
Yeah. So you move so here. You move, you move here spring, spring break, break, and then uh-huh. you're like Richville, <laughs> Wildcats. <laughs> Immediately, right? Immediately, you're just of course through all of the school of and the plans. I was and wearing the, the like the red cape at the football games. It was a bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that was Adam Chapel for sure. Um, <laughs> hey, Tawny Tucker gave that thing to me, and I have seen your pictures in it. So <sighs> that's true. That's true. Wait, does her was her mom? Does she work at uh, Barnett's? I don't is who, know. Is that who no, I'm thinking of? No, you're thinking of Tana. Oh, I don't know who Tani Tucker is. Then I guess no. Okay, she's, she's really cool. like, she's very cool. Yes. Um, she I think was a techie, right? right? Yes. Yes. And she was a grade above us. Yes. Um, she was one of the, the, the cool kids that I tried to emulate my junior year. <laughs> <laughs> the tech kids and you're like yeah yeah well see okay so sophomore year obviously that was a whole debacle I was not digging it I like tried to date this like kid that was not feel anybody free, feel free my, to type his name and the send a message I box. don't remember <laughs> but he was one of those like I don't know, like slacked off in school, like the opposite of what they were trying to get me to go towards. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, no, I'm going to date this guy over here because that's what you don't want me to do. <laughs> I'm going to act out straightly. <laughs> straight. <laughs> I'm going to be straight, straight in a hoe. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be straight, but you're not going to like it. <laughs> so that all happened and honestly like the second half of of sophomore year i probably disassociated so much i hardly remember any of it Mm -hmm. like it was a blur i do remember towards the end of sophomore year my cousin one of my cousins was in choir Mm -hmm. and he had to stay after school and i couldn't leave without him because heaven forbid i go anywhere by myself um so i ended Mm -hmm. up trying out for choir and i got in i got in i was like "Mm -hmm." yeah um so i did choir and that kind of got my foot into the door of making genuine friends i think um and church was it laura was laura your guys's choir teacher or was it barry we had like an interim person teaching choir that year she was really sweet but i'm terrible with names is she short Laura Morris? Is it Laura, Laura Morris? It was not Laura Morris. Laura oh, Morris okay. had moved by that point. I, yeah. You, you hmm. were talking about her in one episode, and I didn't connect the dots. She and I were... She was my piano teacher back in the day, and she taught yeah, me she's, violin. She's fucking cool. Yeah. And she does energy work. Did you know that? I don't I doubt it. She's... That is cool. Bending. She also did my hair for prom. Hi, Laura. Oh. <laughs> Small town. I hope she listens. I hope she listens and knows how much I love her. Um, I'm looking up faculty right now, so but please continue your story. So I did that. So I got into choir. That was a thing. Um, I think that summer I also did like a little bit of marching band. I remember being in like the a parade, probably Fourth of July. Fourth of July, for sure. Um, I did that. Uh, I was swooning over some of those individuals. Um, Um, You can say their names. I'll edit them out. I will. uh, uh, AJ Henry. Of course. course. Hello. I think, we I think he needs to know. He, he was my know. junior prom date. Ooh. Okay. And he was your junior prom date? He was my junior prom date. Yeah, I was yeah, fucking I was jealous of that. And Who's I your thought, cousin, by the way? Who's your cousin? I don't know who these people are. That's so crazy. Yeah, you I don't, don't know, know who them. that is. Yeah, I don't know. 
because they're all younger than us. That's they're why. younger than us. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But who are some of the cousins that came that were problem children? Um. Mm-hmm. Didn't my, didn't her mom live there for a while too? Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, I just don't it's know these just, people. I'm sorry. I it's okay. Bad. You're very <laughs> fortunate. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. You're not missing out. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, I, I don't think so either. Uh, not after this fucking story. Mrs. Willardson. It was Mrs. Willardson was the teacher. There we go. Yeah. Like the Willardson's mom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Junior year wasn't there for it. I was in Panguage. Well, it was a good so, year, and then I, I got into theater too. I ended up being a theater geek, so that was fun. That's how. Drama, drama in uh, Richfield is fucking cool. No, it was. We had so much fun. And yeah. that's where, like, I made all of my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I feel like everyone frequented drama. Like, everyone was in drama. Mm-hmm. It was, and like, it a was, good... It was a cool thing to be. Like, it wasn't... Mm-hmm. Well, that's where we got all of our fucking money, because we won everything. <laughs> the drama team won <laughs> <Yes>. everything. <laughs> Dude, those competitions were so much fun. Football wasn't doing the trick. Sorry, boys, I love you, but... <laughs> It was the arts. <laughs> it was the arts. That's I, that is something I do love about Richfield, and like I have, I have a move away from home, not as traumatic as yours, but moved to my grandparents in, in Penguin, which was one A, and like I was just like, oh, this place sucks so fucking bad. <laughs> and people look at that PHS fondly because they're from there, and it's probably the way that I look at RHS. So like, I'm I'm excited to hear like the things that you were like, what the fuck. <laughs> so many things Um, dude so the some of the things that I was like total culture shock was the way people asked each other out to dances oh my god like like you can't just use words like speak (laughs) to someone face to face we don't do that no okay no it's like an elaborate dude so sorry say dude a lot I am so Californian um (laughs) <laughs> when the, I we got need the diversity in words here. Yeah. When I got <laughs> when I got asked out to prom, it was in a box of chocolates and literally the the like question was shoved up into one of the chocolates mm-hmm. and then like fixed on the bottom so you couldn't tell which one it was. And I had to break open or eat all of these chocolates to find out who the heck left this and why. Mm-hmm. And then I <laughs> I have I have super ADHD as well and so it took me a really long time to answer because I kept forgetting to do something spectacular and it was so there was so much pressure it freaked me out and so finally I think I just like typed out yes like on a tiny slip of paper and put it in a balloon and put like 10,000 balloons in his room oh I remember that's how I got asked was the little and I had to spell out his name and then I cried and my grandpa was like what the hell's going on <laughs> he's, I'm like he's a senior he's like that's cool and I'm like it is it I hate my life <laughs> and he's like wow like I remember my grandpa being like traumatized that day because I was not having it <laughs> oh I and I was so I was technically I was da- so I was dating somebody at that point uh, one of the other tech guys Nick. Nick Nick and I felt weird that 
I got he asked. Didn't ask by, you. He didn't ask me. He Who wasn't going to go at first. Current wife? No. He he wasn't gonna go, and then he found out someone else didn't have a date or something. I don't know how it how it ended up happening. He did yeah. end up going with someone else. Um, Were you guys in the, was, in the same group though? Dramatic. It was dramatic. Um, no. So Andy Heard was supposed to ask me out, but I told whoever it was. I, they were like, "How do you feel about your date having a duct tape suit?" And I'm like, "No, no." <laughs> <laughs> so didn't he ask Jenica? Did he have a Jenica go? Uh, I don't remember who took me. Oh, Jr. took me. Jr. was pissed about it too. Oh no! I was pissed about it too. Jr. was over overly. He was just pissed. I think that was that was his attitude in high school, which I was for. I mean, whatever, go for it, man. I avoided him like the fucking plague, but I was like, yeah, he's pissed. I kind of like Jr. I liked him too. I actually, he was. I love Jr. I mean, he was pissed off on fire all the time. <laughs> like there's not a time of my life where he wasn't pissed off. I want to have Jay on the podcast because I Me think too. his 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 entire story is fucking incredible. Well, but yeah, his Exodus story was that. very it was very impressive to me. It was like it was an inspiration to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't it know wasn't... his story, so I want like well, we'll wait, we'll wait till on. he's on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling you. I'm not spoiling. That would be amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if he likes me or not, uh, but like, whatever. We've had people on the podcast before who don't like. That's <laughs> fine. I do remember this being very dramatic because you're like, uh, so I don't know if you know, but I was in love with AJ. Obviously, you knew. Yeah. And so when you got Again, asked, who was it? so I, I think got, everybody kind of was that. Was when you that got adorable. asked, I was like, the fuck. <laughs> I was like, it's okay because I love her. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, when, but when your boyfriend didn't ask you, that was a crazy thing. And then your boyfriend didn't ask something else. Yes, yes. So we're talking about okay. Nick Van Dyke. We'll bleep his name. Um, <laughs> I don't think they care. I don't think anyone cares, honestly. Um, so <laughs> it was though. I remember feeling like super like hurt about it in like that high school way. Because yeah, but like, what the fuck was AJ doing? Like sneaking on somebody's. <laughs> in his friend's girlfriend. Okay, but here you here's the thing though. Okay, I'm gonna be a completely honest. I I was a little like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hi, you guys. Here. I think that, I think yeah. I think, I think emotions were just high for prom. <laughs> I think that's just fair. I can be real to you. I can be real to you. Like, I just hated my mom's house. But one of the like the when I left my freshman year, it was because she was violent. But when I left my junior year. It's because I didn't want to be there with her husband, but also I was like, I'm not going to get a date to prom, and I will in Penguage. Oh, that was like one wow. of the factors. That was one of the fucking factors. How about that? And she, how yeah, big so like, of a deal prom is in small towns? Like, did we learn a It's such a big deal. Is there a waltz that happened? Am I remembering? Yeah, we, we, it's we, called we, Promenade, okay? It's called Promenade. The Promenade. Thank you. Dude, you think you think Richard's crazy. Penguage is insane. We decorate the whole entire thing. It has a theme. Our theme was... Um, Forever Young. That was our, you know, because Napoleon oh, Way better than huge. ours because ours was The Way by Clay Aiken. No, but I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you, no, let me tell you, like, thing. Every, every, like, corner is a different, like, game. And upstairs was Super Super Mario Brothers. And we made everything look like we paper mache. Like, we had, like, it, we took all week to do it. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. But, like, it was, like, way bigger. We built a tree in the middle. <laughs> the same thing. We had wow. stars. 
I'm telling you, yes. it's we had a parachute. It's totally. I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> yes. it's way. It's way different. I swear to God, it's way different. I'm just saying, like prom one up in here killing me. No, 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 no. no. But like, <laughs> I was like, I thought Rachel's prom was cool because like my brother, my brothers, and my sister went there. But oh, yeah. then I, when I saw Penguin's prom, I was like, holy fucking shit! People get <laughs> like, prom was like, let's take all the things that we have and just put it into one theme. <laughs> well, I think it's just because like so little happens there. Like the whole entire town goes, and there's only like what thirty kids in the class. So, oh my god! It's like they introduce every single person. I mean, they do that in Richfield too. But like the promenade is like a big deal. The whole thing's like a big deal. They have like a do they have a daddy daughter date? A parent a parent dance in in uh oh in Richfield? God. Yeah, they do. Okay, because <laughs> that's nuts. But I'm talking decor. The decor is what really like fucked me up because it's like it's not just little. It's like they go hard. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I had an edible nearly two hours ago because I thought we were gonna be way more on top of this thing. <laughs> oh, no. But I am feeling so fucking nostalgic right now, even though that was like not my favorite date ever. Uh, no. Still being like, oh my god, prom. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a big deal. It was definitely a big deal, and was it's it's not a big deal in cities, right? It's like something you do no, your senior year. Yeah, senior prom is the big deal because it's like your last hurrah or whatever. I didn't even mm-hmm. go to senior prom. Um, but that's the one that's a big deal. Junior prom is just like, oh, whatever, because you're going to do it again next year. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just another dance. It's like winter formal or homecoming or whatever. Mm-hmm. No prom. Prom, man. Prom's a big old deal. <laughs> prom, though, man. Do they do, do they do the breakfast after, too? No. Like, like, they do uh, the restaurant the town that I summer. worked at. Oh, after prom. Oh. Um, after the dance, we all go eat dinner before, you know, going and getting pregnant. <laughs> we, have, we, have, we have breakfast. We have like Dude, 1 a.m. breakfast. <laughs> no, that I ditched my date. made my night. No. And, okay, so, and I think my aunt and uncle were super happy about me having that particular date because, I yes. mean, there wasn't even, I, I don't even know he if I got a kiss He was an upstanding citizen for sure. Like very very proper like stepped inside for like five minutes before he said goodnight very sweet but no no hanky panky there like, nothing <laughs> right. to worry about none of the well maybe adam but none of those boys were ever trying anything so wait was adam there's a whole scandal it's not it's none of my business i'll tell you off camera okay. i'll tell you off mic I, yeah, I need all of that. Well, no, let's just do it right now, and then we'll edit it out. Okay, I want to so, know. I, I, can't, I can't concentrate. So, yeah. Adam Chapel, I'm gonna, I'm a fucking tattle on you. So, senior year, Straight from seminary. He was such a fucking lip slut, you guys. He kissed every single person. <laughs> he did not he kiss me. Every and now I'm a little <laughs> offended that I didn't even get kissed from him because no, I, I almost got either. suspended because of him. <gasps> Why? <laughs> Okay, so oh, okay. I'll edit all this out, but I need it. <laughs> he was running for student council. I have no idea what it was for, like what position. I think VP. And there was right. one, you know, the this is another small town freaking thing. These, like, the campaigning is insanity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there was yeah. one day that during that campaign week or whatever it was that he was not going to be there. So he asked me, his lovely, innocent, naive friend, can you pass these things out to everybody you see in school while I am gone this except day, whatever day? Of course. Why wouldn't I? I pass them out. They are exploding poppers full of confetti. <gasps> <gasps> Kalina! What an asshole! Know. 
What an asshole. So the entire school, every hallway, room, everywhere. I can't believe he made you do that. He made you take the fall for that. I took the fall for it. And the the vice principal or principal didn't like me already. Because I was I was Mr. Barton. Uh-huh. I think it was Barton because I was the he transfer student. He had to deal with all, the, all, the, all of us, yeah. I was the transfer student in. Um, he almost didn't let me come to school because I was going to be a problem child. Like, he, had to go have a he was definitely meeting. bisexual beauty. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have a whole meeting where I promised him I would not be an issue um, to even get allowed to register for school sophomore year. So he already, like, I was on his list. So this happens, and he made me... Spend the whole day sweeping the halls for the rest Holy of the school shit. day and sweep up all the confetti with one of those big mop brooms, the dust ones, mm-hmm. well, because I did it, even though they weren't mine and it wasn't my plan and I wasn't even running. You didn't I even just, know. Did you lose your yeah. shit on Adam or what? No, I, I'm so non-confrontational. I was just like, oh, no. That was funny, bro. I get it. Yeah, and I did it, and I was just like, yeah, so that happened. Oh, my God. I just, like, I don't do confrontation. Adam is also ADHD. I swear by it. So mm-hmm. even if he's not diagnosed, bro, you are. Um, so yes. I, I wonder if he even considered it. I don't think he did. No. I honestly, I think he probably I just think... thought it would be funny too, no matter what. Yeah, like oh, these are really cool, and everybody's gonna love them. And then they'll vote for me because of the confetti party. Me. Yeah. Well, because of the controversy, he got elected, right? He I probably so. ordered them from his dad's yeah. dental like catalog <laughs> because they always have those like Oriental trading shit. Yeah. <laughs> just buy them in bulk. Yep. That's seriously. Oh my god. Like. I just. Oh. Yep. Yeah. So you almost, you almost got suspended. Uh, we almost have to edit. Oh, yeah. I think that's a funny story, but I guess we have to edit no, it out. No, we'll just, we, no, we just edit out the name. No. Okay. I'll yeah, edit, edit out my part because that's not very fair. Um, anyways, so <laughs> how, how you were in, you, did you go back your senior year then? No. So after I was all settled in and making friends, and by the way, I got called to seminary council. Yeah, you did. Ooh. I was supposed to be, so... In my junior year, all my friends are Mormon, going to church, I'm doing the thing. Eventually, I, like when you're surrounded by that, and that's all you do, and mm-hmm. all you see, you just kind of fall back in line. And yeah, true. that true. definitely happened for me. And like, these are like, the peer pressure aspect of it too. Like every single one of your friends is this pious Mormon kid, as far as I knew. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm learning more listening to this podcast, but <laughs> all of these kids <laughs> you see are doing the, the thing. <laughs> and so by that point, I was like back full fledged into the church, like committed 100% back to it. So I got called to be in seminary council, which I, I swore I thought. I was going to marry AJ Henry at this point because <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Kendra. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I know. She's so, so it's upset. it's literally fine. I was fine. broken up. So I was broken up by this point. I was a single woman and we had Wait, just Wait, why did you Nick break up? I don't even know. It was dramatic. I remember screaming at him at like a bonfire because of it. <laughs> I remember there being turmoil in this There was turmoil group. for sure. There was definite 
I, I, but honestly, I couldn't even tell you exactly the situation around it anymore. What did about Laurie start dating? Like when he got home? No, like after, like no. In high school? No, 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 no. After his mission, for sure. Hmm. After, yeah, that's what I mean. After he got home from his mission. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. Post mission. <laughs> Um, so I was, I was single, ready to mingle. Uh, we had just been all announced as seminary council at the like stake building. It was a big to do. And we were, AJ and I were like walking out along the lawn and people were coming up and like congratulating us and shaking our hands and our church clothes and everything. (laughs) And he turns to me and he's like, it's so weird. It just feels like everyone's congratulating us on our wedding. (gasps) Oh my god! Like that, because they were. It was just he and I walking, and people just coming up, congratulations. And at that moment, it was like, dude, Mormon kids are such squares. (laughs) I'm gonna marry him. Oh oh my god! Like this is what? Oh yeah, I would have melted if he would have said that. I'd be like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Like, oh my gosh! And we had gone to prom, so hello. We did We've the already promenade. been introduced into society by this point as a couple. Officially. Like, so. That's funny. I don't know. It's weird times, weird times. Sorry, I'm <laughs> laughing, but I had to do something. I didn't want to make a bunch of noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, going into how I ended up leaving. So, all this had happened. So, now I'm very involved. Again, story of my life in all the extracurriculars, in the church things. Um, That summer, my mom's side of the family, so my maternal side, my actual blood relatives, were having a big um, family reunion uh, just outside of Moab, where I'm related to everyone. Mm -hmm. So they were like, hey, we're doing the family reunion. We're going to come on our way. We'll stop in Richfield. We'll pick you up. We'll do the family reunion on the way home. We'll drop you off. And that'll be that which I was fine for because I was now settled. Um, so we go, we do the And you and AJ are going to get married, so... And me and AJ are going to get married. I'm like, I'm going to go to <laughs> college in St. George. Like, While he's I've on his mission. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, all my f- senior friends just graduated. They're going to college. I'm going to be right behind them. Um, everything was done. So I don't remember if it was on the way to the reunion or on the way back. We're just talking in general how are things going what oh are so you they doing? fully intended on taking you back to Tracy's yes. shit Absolutely. to your aunt's house yes a hundred percent that was the plan um either on the way there or on the way back we were talking and somehow it got brought up that my parents were sending money to my aunt and uncle for me to get x y and z whatever i needed clothes toiletries food general whatever so my parents say these things and I say what do you mean you're sending them money I'm working two jobs I'm buying my toiletries I'm buying my clothes like I'm paying for everything that I do I was working at um oh Frontier Village Uh uh-huh bakery too no, I was working at Frontier Village. I started as a hostess and then I was a waitress. I was a waitress as a junior in high school. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> like looking back on it now, I'm like, what the fuck? Who let me do that? Uh, it's small town life, man. <laughs> I was serving booze at 16. I'm like, my, my siblings in California couldn't even find a job at 16. Nobody wanted them. They're like, no, no, thank you. 
Dude, when I went to culinary school and I couldn't wait tables as an 18 year old, it was like the biggest shock of my life. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with it? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you all know, realize how long I've been doing this job? Like, I'm like, I have more experience than anyone on the floor right now. What do you mean? <laughs> oh my gosh, the worst. So I, I was working there and I was working at um, the Sever Valley Center. And oh, the Svick. I was up the Svick. So I was doing, they would just call me randomly. It was so weird, you guys. Oh my God. Dude, I bet you was there. I bet you worked with my mom. You worked with my mom. She worked Maybe. There. I was this weird on-call employee. So, so was she. I like, one time I manned a spotlight for a show. And another time <laughs> I worked a concession stand during a tournament. And I worked security during a beauty pageant. Like... <laughs> <laughs> That's all will be on your LinkedIn. Like you better have those official. all. <laughs> Made sure nobody came in with a video recorder. <laughs> uh, Lord. And then I'm, yeah. So <laughs> that that would never happen here. Nobody no, would give no, that absolutely job to not. a old here. <laughs> <laughs> Security of a whole building relies yes. on you. Yes. <laughs> Keep an eye out. And then all my friends were like in this beauty pageant. I'm thinking, what? Well, I want to do the beauty pageant. <laughs> Why didn't you? Because she oh, was God. busy being security. I was busy being security. <laughs> I didn't even You're know. Like, who the hell is going to protect her building? job. Yeah. <laughs> I had to make that money so to buy they, my deodorant. So they weren't. Get, how much money were they sending, do you think? Like I don't remember. And I don't think they actually gave me a, a sum. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember them being very upset when they found out that I was paying my own way. And so they immediately called my aunt and uncle who tried to say that that money went towards all of my electricity and water consumption mm-hmm. and food, which the, the money was more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was a huge thing. They all got into it. It was decided right then and there that I was going to be coming home because screw this situation. My parents were pissed. (laughs) And because they'd basically just been sending money for nothing. Mm -hmm. And so they told them, well, well, first before actually, no. So I wasn't going to come home yet. That's a lie. I almost forgot about this part. Originally, it was we're not going to have you live there. And I was upset. I didn't want to move again. Mm -hmm. And I had all these things to do. And so one of my friends, somehow I was in contact with friends of mine. One of my friend's parents were like, you can live here. You can live here. You can finish your senior year. My friend was going to college. Um, So there was a room available. Originally it was okay. We're going to do that. That way I can stay with my friends finish school and continue with my life without the hassle of us sending money to these people and my aunt and uncle were like nope technically we have custody of you in the state of utah they gave her power of attorney they gave him power of attorney right yes so i could go to school so you can sign documents it was all legal so that i could go to school otherwise i would be an out-of-state student and it'd be a whole mess So this was done when I first, first moved there. And they said, if you try to do that, we can have you brought back to us. 
or do whatever we have to do because we are your legal guardians. (laughs) Why do you think they had that reaction for fuck's sake? Because they're psychos. Yes. They're just crazy. Because they just have to be in control and power and I don't know. It's like an ego Was it more the aunt or the uncle doing it or was it just a united front? I think more the aunt because I feel like the aunt drove that train. Yep. She was She was was the conductor. Everyone's like, just shut up and give her what she wants. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I mean, this was a household, to give you an idea, like most... Nor- I mean, normal households you have chores there's expectations this was like a super long chore chart where the only thing my aunt ever really had to do was laundry mm-hmm. um, we did everything else like mm-hmm. dishes scrubbing floorboards scrubbing tile on the floor like the grout between the tile mm-hmm. um, all the window washing and this was uh, like a daily you had to wash the plants leaves yeah get the dust off all the plants <laughs> See, Kendra I has, only know this she did chores in this house. I Kendra had to do chores in that house to earn my. Uh, Were they real lessons. or ficus? Because like we, ha- I don't, I had to do real? that with the ficus trees. <laughs> it's crazy. Not every day though, for Christ's sake. Often. <laughs> Jeez. No, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Like I know I didn't have to. Like it wasn't crazy like that. Like I've had definitely to do that, but not crazy town like that. No, this was this was kind of beyond, and it. Do you it think was... she was a socio? Do you think she was a, um, a sadist? I think she's a narcissist. A narcissist for sure. But like, what's what? There's obviously some sort of like control. She likes to have control I of you guys. I think just and make having like a little army of people to do everything for them mm-hmm. was very satisfying. We laid all the sod in their backyard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, one weekend. Uh, we also not all the time, but I can remember painting many, many, many wood boards for that stupid sign oh, company. Oh, 12 Timbers? <gasps> Fuck them. Oh, they run that? So my, no, my no. aunt and uncle, my uncle technically worked for them. So he would go mm-hmm. pick up carloads of this wood and bring it home, but we'd all help paint. Yep. And then he'd oh, get the money. Only my grandma did that same paid. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we weren't getting paid for that work, no. No, we were making money for grandma. <laughs> 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 yes, this was familial labor. So stuff like that. And it just, it, and, and it was like, oh, if you get, you know, if you're not all A's, if you struggle or have a hiccup or anything, it's like you lose all privilege, all privileges, and you do extra chores. Like there's no wiggle room. There's no grace for any kind of anything. And so I was doing, uh, yeah. And I think that their, their idea was like, I don't know if they thought that was going to help things or like whip me into shape and their children do that. They do that for their blood children. So I don't think it was anything to do with what you had done in California at all. No, that's true. Because this was this was all the kids. Well, ex- I don't. Okay, I can't speak to their youngest child because I wasn't there when she was older. But I think yeah. that she got a lot more slack than the rest of us. She was the girl. So. Yeah, the girl, the she, very wanted daughter, the blessed thing. Mm-hmm. Not saying anything about her. It's just unfortunate. No, not anything about her personally. Because I think yeah. she's fine. I don't. I can't speak to her. I don't know her at all. Um, besides, as like a toddler. So, that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) My sister says she's lovely and she would know more than me. So I'll just I'll believe her. Let's take her word for it. She's a lovely person. Love it. Yeah, Yeah. she came out okay. I guess. So part of you had to be happy to leave that then, even though it was like fuck. I got I'm getting uprooted again. 
Were you going mm-hmm. back to the same school, same people? Same school, same people, which was really weird because when I got back, um, initially I didn't see any of my friends because it was summer. Um, so school hadn't uh-huh. started yet. And I we were walking through like the one Walmart in town because mind you, it was still in the city, but like a smaller city. Like a sub- suburb, yeah. Yeah, and so we were walking through Walmart and I lock eyes with my best friend who is still my best <sighs> friend to this day. We hadn't seen each other in a year and a half. Had you talked at all or no? We had not talked like, at all. Like, essentially served a mission, Colina. Yeah. yeah. I hadn't had any contact with anyone at home. And it was so weird because it was like, oh my God, how are you? What is happening? And she tells me, we didn't know where you went. Nobody would tell us where you went. My oh parents my so didn't tell my teachers didn't tell my friends my friends would try to ask my parents when they'd see them around town or like at school because I had siblings that were at school mm-hmm. and my parents would not talk to them so Shit. nobody knew what happened nobody knew oh so all like trauma all around uh, do you think so, it was mostly because of the because it was a girl that you were interested in like seriously do you think that's the the nail in the coffin for them like they have so much shame that absolutely. their daughter liked muff or what I, you know, I think that it was part shame, part all, they just assumed all of my friends were complicit in this. Oh, and so they felt so, like betrayed by the friends and shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know you anything. You didn't help me out. Exactly. You didn't help her out. <laughs> like, you were all part of this, so we are cutting <sighs> you off. And they thought that they were, like, condoning your quote-unquote bad behavior or whatever the fuck. Absolutely. Which, I mean, technically they were, but... <laughs> But, like, being gay isn't bad to us. No, so, or, or, like, not. you know, being bi or whatever. Like, no one gives a shit. Yeah. Officially identify as pansexual because my then-girlfriend ended up coming out as trans later. Mm, and okay. I'm still very attracted to him, but he's married now and so am I, so it's fine. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, no, he's very handsome. Um, which I actually thought he was a... So this is how I found out that I was not straight. Uh... I walk into a classroom with my best friend and I see this person in the room and I said, he is really cute. And my friend goes, that's a girl. Mm. And I was like, she's still really cute. (laughs) (laughs) And that's who I ended up dating. (laughs) So what did your, did you guys have matching horoscopes, like compatible horoscopes? We never got to that. Do you still talk to this person? We're still Facebook friends. We don't talk super duper often. I went to his wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, How long have you been married? Wedding. Oh, they've been married. God. Okay, hold on. My son was like maybe three. So probably like four or five years. Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah, they've been married a while. California is way different than uh, Utah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It is. It definitely is. We're still Facebook friends, so, like, we cheer each other on from afar, but we're kind of doing our own thing. We live in different Mm. areas now, so. Yeah. Yeah. But. That's interesting, (sighs) though. So, how long did it take? Are you and your parents cool now, or is there always going to be just, like, strife and issue there? Like, how long did it take for you guys to at least be cool? A long time. So, after I came back, I rolled back into my old school. Mm -hmm. Tried to pick up my life again, but at this point... Like, I've always dealt with depression and and that kind of stuff as as a teenager, but this was my rock bottom. Mm -hmm. So I went back, I started Um, Mm self-harming, I was cutting, 
Uh I was super duper duper depressed by I want to say November-ish of my senior year I just kind of stopped going to school been there yeah. I <laughs> stopped getting out of bed yeah um I started getting into more confrontations with my parents I never had a good relationship with my stepdad ever there was mm-hmm. abuse why was uh <laughs> all kinds of I mean even before even before the trauma move like mm-hmm. there was stuff going on prior to that and we just never ever got along and so it kind of was escalating again um I ended up in December of that year. I we got in a huge fight. I contemplated suicide. Ended up going to my friend's house instead. Mm-hmm. My best friend again. Um, she was like her house was my safe place. Her and her yeah. dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I went there. My parents were freaking out. They ended up picking me up um, and taking me to a psychiatric facility. <laughs> Because of everything that was going on. They did you have did a nice little break then or what? Uh, kind of. So yeah. it's supposed to be like a 5150 situation. Like we don't know what's going on. Blah. And they did an interview and I was very upfront. I told them mm-hmm. about the self-harm. I told them about my suicidal ideations. And they were like, yeah, you're staying. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Yeah. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's home. like, and it, seems, it seems like it's scary and it is. But it's also mm-hmm. like, you're not, the, you're not the most bad shit thing they've ever seen. If you're yeah. there, you might as well get the help, you know? Yeah. I'm I all was for there it. for two weeks. Okay. Um, and Good insurance, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like a state or county county place. I don't know. I don't okay. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ask those questions. <laughs> and it was helpful and not, it was helpful, not helpful. Like they, um, they put me on some weird meds that did some weird things to me. First, I was super duper jacked up, like like on cocaine like mm-hmm. fidgety bouncy like freaking out all the time i had this little rubber band i'd like snap 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 because i couldn't stay still so mm-hmm. then they're like well this isn't working so instead of <laughs> taking you off this med we're gonna add this med on top of it and that'll work <laughs> all right <laughs> like, and let's so, see what happens if we do this <laughs> yeah so it was like it was like a sedative type medication i found out later it was like an anti-seizure med Mm. my outpatient psychiatrist was not cool with what they put me on in this place um so that's that that mellowed me out a little too much but you know mellowed me out enough to send me home yeah um and then oh my gosh your episode where you guys were talking about seeing lds therapists that's who i saw next you fucking kidding me Wait, you saw oh. him or you no, saw no, 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 not him. An LDS therapist. <laughs> I don't remember a lot about it. I remember it being super weird. We like drove to this church building outside of our stake, um, and met with this therapist at That's the church weird. building That's in this weird. room. It was so bizarre. It was super not helpful. Like I was up front with so many adults about the abuse that had taken place as far as like my stepdad putting hands on me like actual professionals actual professionals in the hospital and this lds therapist afterwards nothing happened no fucking way no Uh, and when you say hands on you is that a sexual abuse or is that just physical that's physical physical abuse domestic type um 
And like, and, and they didn't even they didn't report it or anything like that. Not that I know of. I mean, through through my parent, my mom, and well, you would have known because uh, they would have. We've come had par- we've had we had CPS come okay. several times over my childhood. Um, but it was one of those things where, oh, well, CPS shows up, and if he gets taken to jail, who's going to make the money? We're not going to have any food. The family yeah. will get split up. We will be homeless. Mm-hmm. Like, don't say anything. That yeah, was put on, put on the, the show. Model. Yep. <laughs> the facade comes up. Yeah. The CPS worker leaves, and everything goes back to normal. Um, yeah. And, like, maybe they're nice because, A, you scared them, but it feels like you did them a favor or something. Mm-hmm. And then it's so, good for a little bit. And, and then, then it goes back to shit, yeah. Right back to stuff. So we, but at this point, like, I'm I'm a senior. I think I was 17. I, I did not give a fuck anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I was ready to throw him under the bus. Like, come yeah. at me. Like, somebody please come and I will tell you everything. And nobody did. Which was really disheartening. And especially the LDS therapists, they were just like, you know, prayer and families and you're sealed and to him and, and we need yeah. to forgive. And like, it was Oh, so, so you're sealed to him? I'm sealed to him. Against your will, I'm guessing. Yeah. So you we didn't have a choice in the matter. Still, when that happened, yeah. small ish. Because it was weird. I'm pretty sure he's um, bipolar. And sometimes he'd be medicated and sometimes he wouldn't. So sometimes it was okay and sometimes it was very much not okay. Mm -hmm. And it ebbed and flowed. And so I think when we got sealed, we were on a high point and he was taking his meds. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so the the LDS stuff, that was no help at all. And then eventually just kind of quit going there, quit going to the psychiatrist, weaned off the meds, like ended that. And like the, the big, the last big one before him and my mom got divorced um that was when I lost all hope in the justice system um and joined all the ACAB people uh no not not 100% I'm not gonna go there I won't be that controversial but this is my personal experience um so my mom was at a relief society thing um because that was her only break from six children and I would give her that Mm-hmm. So she's at a Relief Society thing. It's just my stepdad at home. All of us are crazy. Like, there's six of us. And the first four, we're all two years apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of... Uh, it's it's a lot. And I get that. But he is an adult. And my stepdad, like, locked himself in the bedroom upstairs. Everyone's going crazy downstairs and fighting. I can't control it. My brothers are like physically getting at each other over what we're gonna have for dinner and like, it's testosterone and pandemonium they're yeah they're mm-hmm. like teen preteen teenagers so i go upstairs i'm trying to get my stepdad to come out and deal with this he doesn't want to he's locked in his room and i get so pissed so i start i'm 17 i start saying whatever to piss him off now because i'm yeah. pissed mm-hmm. so i'm talking crap about how he won't come down and handle these kids and he's the adult and all this stuff he comes roaring out of his room flings the doors open and just runs at me and so I book it we had this like one of those like open rectangular banisters looking down into the staircase going down Mm -hmm. I book it around the staircase and I run down the stairs I get to the first landing and he catches me and he close fist punches me in the side of the head oh my god 
and he hit me so hard the little part at the top of my ear that like connects to your head like that split a little bit and was a little bleedy I kid you not I blacked out for a second my brother my middle brother saw it happen he I called like lost his shit right yeah yeah this is the same brother that saw me get shipped to utah that came with us yeah this he's like enough <laughs> yeah he calls the cops the cops come good, good. uh my stepdad puts on his show that goes on every anytime somebody like somebody's mm-hmm. around talks to the police officers they come into my room and they talk oh to yeah me. he can charm. charm yep oh yeah he's super duper duper charming very good at it um cops come in and the first thing that they ask me is what did you do to antagonize him a child a child what did you do to antagonize him and i'm like i'm still a minor well it's like and you're not the one who called the cops either like your brother saw the situation i was like i'm calling the cops now and if i was 17 he was 13 Mm -hmm. and so they Against like a thirty-year-old, yeah, in his thirties. So they put it on me. They made me feel like shit about it. Um, and then they ask if I want to press charges. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, when, my, when, my, when my uncle assaulted me, he the cop kept going, "Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure?" And my brother was like, "If that would have been taking, if that would have taken place like in a city, he would have been just handcuffed immediately." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you would think. <laughs> well, no, I mean the cop wouldn't be. Yeah, cops, yeah, cops fucking suck. <laughs> no, absolutely. Well, are we gonna be? Uh, yeah, we're we're in the same camp here. It's fine. Absolutely. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. The the January sixth guy who uh, is all tatted up. I kind of want to make out with him, but <laughs> the Capitol Police guy. <laughs> all cops are bootylicious. Is that what you're saying? Well, uh, a lot of the cops were hot. I was like, yep. Yep, yep, and then watching them like hold the line up. and get like I've, I've got issues, and then like <laughs> he's like, yeah, he tried to gouge my eye out. I'm like, oh baby, <laughs> let me take care of you. <laughs> I'm over here like kick him, yeah. Take him. <laughs> um, no, like I'm not like I'm not. I hate, but I mean, like, look, I'm obviously not on the Blue Lives Matter side no. at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know what side some you're of, on. I can't. I can't really my, tell. Some of my siblings are. No, I'm not. I'm not at all. Well, I wonder why. Because of situations like this. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, and I tried going back later to to press charges because my, you know, I worked through it mentally. Mm-hmm. And a friend went with me to the police station, and they just kind of gave me the runaround and didn't take me seriously. And so that was the end of that. God. Oh my God. Um. You could have died, man. That shit, yeah. That's called escalation. Yeah. And thank God you were 17 and like about to be out of there. About to be out. And so I kind of did dip out after that. Like I, like I, it's such a blur, that part of my life. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Yeah, no, I know um, that. I know that I like was with friends and I ended up, I don't know, but that they also were getting divorced shortly after that. So it's all like one big muddled thing, but I stayed out of the house as much as physically possible okay. after that. And I ended up graduating early because at this point I had missed so much school. Um, so I ended up, I didn't do the GED route. I took, I actually took a test to get my diploma. Mm-hmm. And so I did that like spring of my senior year and just was like, I'm done. I'm over this. I'm moving on. Um, so I did that. And then 
tried to get on with my life, I guess. And then they were, yeah, my mom and him ended up getting divorced and it was a big fucking mess. Can I tell you what was going on on our side of things? When yeah, because I don't have any clue what happened after I <clears throat> left. So uh, everybody was heartbroken. Oh. <laughs> I guess I've never processed this trauma, so I might cry. Um, this is a part of the episode where Kendra cries. <laughs> I might join her because still lots of unprocessed stuff here, too. I already professed that I was like in love with you probably but um I loved you you uh, everybody fucking loved you and uh when you didn't come back uh everybody was like where's Colina like you were like one of us so um and then I tried to write you notes and letters and would never let me send them oh my god or like give us your information uh, and I don't know if you, um, I know that you must have been in contact with some people, but, um, Nick tried to like send a package to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know that? I didn't know. Uh, so he, he made a whole video where he, uh, oh boxed God. up his kid brother and he like taped his brother into this giant box, stabbed some holes in it and wrote to Colina. <laughs> And, like, his brother was, like, four. And he's, like, let me out of here. And he's, like, no. And he's, like, I'm sending you to Colina. <laughs> so oh, my God. People loved you. We missed you. Um, I think the only reason I got back in touch with you is because of MySpace. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, uh, I used to listen to that U2 album and just, like, ball and miss my friend. Um, oh, my I, God. Um, really assuming that I'm not your only friend here you know uh, I think a lot of people really were heartbroken that we didn't get to see you anymore or get to keep in touch so yeah. I, that makes me so mad that they like not only that traumatized just, you they traumatized like both classes like your kid like yeah I like I, fuck, like, I couldn't even I couldn't even imagine being in that situation where it's like where did she go and like your brothers are still at school and shit like that like it's like what the fuck like at least like when i left i had like my friends numbers i spread the root with the word like just the lack of like info they really let you guys know that you didn't matter mm-hmm. you know you got you're like just there one day gone the next like yeah poof. well and like and like your friends don't matter like high school kids don't matter and like yeah. that was obviously traumatizing to all of you guys for everybody and, on both sides yeah and to sit there and think about like where is she what could possibly be going on right now like she's there here one day and then she's gone the next like i can't even fuck your parents for doing that honestly and fuck your fucking aunt and uncle for doing that yeah, to kendra participating and your in that for real because it's like man it's a good thing that this ak uh this quote-unquote troubled child all the good kids like her <laughs> you know she's missed like people are like what the hell where are you and just to do that it's just it's just not right i'm i'm appalled and disgusted <laughs> That I mean, yeah, looking back on it too. And it's so hard for me. I was telling Kendra this, but it's so hard because oh, there's like a helicopter outside. <laughs> there's been a lot I, of, I don't know where I, you live, but there's dogs, there's cars. There's I know. It's not a, it's oh, in a California, city, you, you live in California. It's, it's a charm. I'm liking it. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm going to mute for a second. It's getting loud. 
No, I like it. It's it's here okay. now. It's part of it. Okay. She's in a war zone, folks, but it's better we than literally her no. Okay, so we live kind of near a, a military base, kind of, mm. but it's close enough that sometimes, like right now, we'll get a helicopter to going across wherever they're headed. And Jesus, it's getting louder. <laughs> it's okay. And then. If the clouds and, like, the humidity is just right, we can hear them, like, practicing and bombing all night uh-huh, over yeah. at the range. <laughs> it's my, lovely. My brother God called me America. at midnight on, like, Tuesday, and I was like, what are you doing up so late? He's like, I just got done flying. I'm like, it's yeah. midnight. <laughs> no, they do this crap. It doesn't matter. They'll put I guess it's good to be in those conditions. I mean... Yeah, I'm glad. Because it was raining and it was dark, so I think they, I think they have them go up and like. Yeah, they take advantage of it when they can. Yeah. But then you know the rest of us that live here. Thank you. Well, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we got a we got a trillion dollar military budget to spend, all right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. You get desensitized to it after a while. Yeah. Um. Wow. Where were we? Um. How screwed up it was. Uh, <laughs> that's the moral of the story. Don't traumatize your children. Gay is okay. Um, crap. <laughs> I mean, on, what are your siblings? Do your siblings hold resentment to your, your mom and stepdad over this shit? So most of them do not that I know of. Um, are they at least understanding or they're all have understanding they been... pretty okay. sympathetic um, my youngest sister was kind of too young to really have gone through anything so she just kind of hears everything second hand my other sister that's in second youngest she remembers and she and I have talked in depth because she's asked me a lot of questions about it and what happened because she was still younger too and nobody told her either mm-hmm. what was going on so we've talked about it in depth and she feels terrible about it and has confronted like I said her dad about it on that end uh-huh. um the next two brothers they're kind of wish like whatever um my brother that came with us so the one that's four years younger than me um it turns out he's gay okay and he uh-huh. took a really long time to come out because I wonder he was why so traumatized <laughs> Yeah, that's too bad. He was terrified to tell my mm. mom, and he was. Well, because you get shipped off if you do. Yeah. Well, and isn't this the true danger of the society we built as as a Mormon community? Is it's like it's not what happens directly to you; it's the shit that you see that you are yeah. so entranced in fear about being authentic that suicide seems like a better option. Mm. Absolutely, and I know that this brother deals with depression mm-hmm. bad depression and a lot of it i think is wrapped up in that and he has never felt like he's had an authentic relationship with my mom they still mm-hmm. are kind of estranged he wants a relationship with her so badly and she has distanced herself that's really too bad she's missing out <laughs> He's amazing. Wow. All of my siblings are amazing, but this brother is so fucking rad and so authentic to himself. And his boyfriend, he lives with his boyfriend. They are the cutest freaking things you've ever seen in your life. His mm-hmm. boyfriend's amazing. His boyfriend's family is incredible. And they've kind of just adopted my brother. Good. Which That's is amazing, good. Yeah. but it's like a double-edged sword. He loves it, but then he's like, shit, man, I never I had this. Yeah. I yeah. don't have it now. I don't think I'll ever have it. 
And so that he was definitely affected the most. And like, what shit luck. Like the kid they decide to bring for this debacle is the uh, only other one that's like <laughs> yeah. queer in yeah. our family. Um, when did he yeah. come out? Like he came out to you first before the parents, obviously, right? Yes. So he actually came out to my younger sister first because they were both living in the same town and like hanging out a lot at that point. Uh-huh. Um, and he had already moved out. Uh, and then he came out to me and I was like, well, duh. it was one of those like i'm so glad for you that you were like being authentic because yeah Mm -hmm. i could have told you so yeah dumb bitch Uh, (laughs) i've known this since you were a child Uh um i just didn't want to say anything because we were mormon and that would have been an insult in our family right Right. are you gay no of course not um which is so sad Yeah. yeah Um, so yeah, he didn't come out till he was in adulthood and living away from the home. So it took Um, him a long time. And is this his first boyfriend? No, he's had several. Um, and so do you think your mom is living in regret or do you think she's living in disdain for his gayness? Mm, I think she's living in denial. Hmm. I think that what is she trying to deny that he's not going to heaven he's not going to celestial I guess it's so weird because like she's so protective of the church you cannot say you can't even joke about it she freaks out really still like still so when my grandma passed away all of the family converged um and one of my my aunt my only aunt that left the church um who's my mom's older sister made a joke about like something about there being like caffeinated sodas and like devil soda or something i don't know it was something like silly right nothing Mm -hmm. abjectly horrible against the church or anything like nothing like there's polygamists blah blah yeah it was like old satan soda or something i don't know it was some weird (laughs) she wasn't like fuck joseph smith and all your bullies yeah (laughs) this church is shit no she just said a joke about the soda and it was one, she was repeating it that someone else that my mom really loves said, who's in the church. <laughs> but my mom overheard her sister say it and got so mad, and she held that grudge for over a year. Oh my god, over about soda. About this joke. Over soda. <laughs> and so, like, we can't, like, I can't talk religion with her. I can't. Wow. And that's a rule. It's actually a boundary. We don't talk wow. religion. We don't talk politics because she also really loves Trump. <gasps> so does my mom. <sighs> what is like? There has to be. I know, like, causation. I'm telling you, it's blood poisoning. It's blood like, poisoning. I'm really. I'm serious. They were exposed to lead as children. Be. That's what it is. I can't think luckily, of any other logic for it. You guys, luckily, she believes in COVID because I'd lose my ever-loving shit. Oh, God. Her, her, <laughs> her now husband, her new husband, newer husband, um, he's a respiratory <laughs> therapist, so mm. they love Trump, but he has to see COVID all day, so. Uh, I think I'm the only one, well, Jake's vaccinated now because he's in the military and he had to, but um, yeah. I'm the only one in my family who's vaccinated, I believe. I I'm the, I'm the, my, I think- me, I'm the only like cousin and sibling. Well, maybe I, my I one actually, cousin, I imagine Zach probably is because his wife has a heart thing, and she, so it seems like only right that they'd, they'd be vaccinated, right? I don't know, Something but I don't know. He shit. he really likes Joe Rogan, so who knows? 
It's so hard and weird. It Such really is times. just strange. It's, and it's like, have you seen that meme? That's like, at this point, you're just being a child. Like, you know it's good for you, but you just refuse to do it because you don't want to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because first it was like, oh, well, it's not FDA approved. And it's like, okay, well, now it is. And like enough Whoa. times passed, like, I'm fine. I feel fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, got, I got it done. I got mine in like April, I think. And so did I, yeah. Uh, just like, I was like, oh, I'm going to use this obesity so to my advantage. Yeah, I'm like, I am asthmatic and fat. Let's do this. <laughs> I see we were all first in lines. We're like, hell yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, they, they changed the weight limit on that. Okay. I'm coming. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not going to, they're not going to weigh it. Well, yeah, I know. Which I was waiting. And especially like, I was they getting were being all those reports that, here. Yeah. I was getting mm. all the reports that like they had to throw so many away at the end of the day because people weren't using them. I'm like, okay, cool. Everyone say you're overweight. Like they're yeah, not going to exactly. weigh you. <laughs> like, just go and nobody even cared. Up. They just, you just walked up and like signed a paper. Like, yes, I have a medical condition. And then you mm-hmm. just go on. Well, and, and honestly, if this is what universal healthcare looks like, I'm for it. Cause I was in and out in 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. so fast. So easy. Yeah. I was super impressed because I was worried. I saw all these people walking in. I'm like, oh, God, this could be forever. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to be here for two hours. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, like, I did the meter for, like, 45 minutes because I'm like, okay, just in case. If I have to run back out, I will. But, uh uh-uh. Nope, didn't even need it. No. It's like me and two other people can come get vaccinated on this meter time. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you like my meter right here this way? Um yeah so anyways uh you're not mormon anymore i'm guessing did you ever did you go did you advance to the next level at all or no (laughs) okay (sighs) (laughs) my mormonism is a yo-yo all right so (laughs) so obviously like when i first came back i was like fuck all that uh not doing this church thing not doing any of it and then my siblings were still going to church with my parents and i went I went to a fucking dance with one of my siblings, and I and met this guy. And those were like multi-stake dances, right? Huge dance. Yeah. Yep. Big, big dance. And I meet this guy, and he's freaking cute, and he asks me to dance. And we're dancing, and it turns out he's actually, like, chaperoning his younger siblings. This is a youth dance, but he's in singles ward. Oh, God. Oh, so, he's an old. Is I'm tucking the hair behind my ear. He's older. Older. Oh, barely though. He was like 18 and I was 17. Okay, I'm like, like so was, he's just being a predator. This was just before. No, this was just before he's I like, turned. He's like, I'm gonna 18. go to the youth dance, chaperone the youth dance, so I can find my future wife. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> gross. I don't he's know. I don't know what the situation thing. was there. Uh, so he, like, I, I was not, I think I was like a month away from being old enough to go to singles ward anyways. Um, and so he was cute and he's like, oh, you want to go to church with me to singles ward? Like, I'm sure they don't care. Like you're going to be 18 soon. I was like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) And so I started going back to church with him and singles ward was super fun here. I don't know what it's like in utah it sounds interesting from what you've all said i only went i only went to the one in arizona and i felt like I, it was a meat mark like, i feel like i was a i'll have I to was do a meat uh, i have to do a uh young single adult ward episode i think there's yeah. enough here for all of it right. it's <laughs> it's a whole different it is i will the meat market thing is kind of true but i like i came into singles ward attached to somebody so i didn't have to go through that part of it um but it was fun. Like, we had a really cool bishop. He was super fucking rich. He was a dentist. And he had this huge-ass house with, like, a tennis court. 
and we'd do family home evening at his house and just like hang out and have a good time and we had tons like they did tons of activities and everybody was super chill and ev- like the guy that I started so this guy that I was dating which is why we started going back to church was one of those like friends with everybody <laughs> so we hung out with everybody and we went bowling and we did all the Mormon kids stuff and group like dates group dates and dances and like all of it I was fully immersed once more and then um he we dated literally up until his mission and I was going into it again here I am thinking like okay he's gonna go on his mission he's gonna come home and we're gonna get married like yeah, no. done even even though I was deal. like not super Mormon I still had that mindset because it's rooted yeah in it is like get married start a family like go to college but then have babies at the same time it's fine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so he and I <laughs> okay so I'm not gonna say his name just in case not that this would ever get back to him but he's a great guy and we're still like Facebook friends but here's where that toxic Mormon culture super duper comes in because really close to his mission he and I started getting a little handsier and mm-hmm. pushing the envelope and I was not, like, I was just like, shh, you're smoking hot. I like you a lot. Like, we're going to get married anyways. I don't care. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. whatever. And so we went, f- I will say, further than you should if you're about to go on a mission. Okay. okay. I'll leave it at that. I won't go into details because I'd have to get weirdly graphic. Um <laughs> Just pretend you're in a bishop's interview. Under the clothes. Yep. Gross. No, we're not we're not that kind of people. We we know we know what it means as uh Mormon girls. Yes. Um and I'm sure you guys who those of you who aren't Mormon girls can we I think we've got enough details you can Yeah create your you own can figure, conclusions. You can kind yeah, of figure, you can it figure it out. Figure it out. Without not, without going all the way. Every, we, went, we call it we everything but where I'm from. Everything yeah. but everything <laughs> but um and so he got really weird after that happened but he wanted it right he wanted it he instigated it Mm -hmm. he instigated it instigated all of it and i was like i'm not gonna i I was there for the ride i was absolutely there for the ride it was fun absolutely yeah but it's your Um, job as a female to reel him in and so but afterwards he started getting kind of weird and kind of distant and I, like, here's how serious we were. I was present for his patriarchal blessing. Shit. Yeah, that is pretty God close. Especially in, like, California standards, too. Yeah. That's basically engaged. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you that's guys promise were, ring. You guys were ahead. Yeah, that's promise ring shit. We were ahead of the game. The like, yeah. yeah, he was getting his, because he, he got his patriarchal blessing, like, right before his mission. Right, right before. Mm. So I was there for that. And so then he got really distant and weird after we fooled around. And then he started freaking out about being able to go on his mission. And I know for a fact that he did not tell anybody in the church because he still went on his mission. Hmm. And if he would have confessed, they would not have sent him. Uh, maybe not. At that point. I mean, maybe, maybe not. I don't like, know. He's a guy. He's a guy that the rules are different, you know. I don't know. I don't think they would. I don't think they would have. I think he would have had to take a year. 
Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Fair Gap fair. year. He would have taken a year and had to like repent and all that stuff. But, um, so he was kind of freaking out. And so the weekend, I think it was like the weekend before he got set apart. So his last, like being able Hurrah. to hang out one-on-one, um, it was after church and he took me home and we were talking just like before I went inside and I asked him straight up. I was like, okay, what is happening? Like, what is going on? Do you want me to wait for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his answer was, well, if you're still around when I get back, that'd be cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're like, cool, bitch, bye. Basically. I, I think it's because all the missionaries. That, the- that hurts so fucking much. The yeah. boy missionaries, though, they're going to be hot commodities when they get home, though. Oh, Fuck for sure. Guys. And I feel like part of it, like looking back, I feel like part of it was he saw me as this temptation to him Uh that almost lost him his mission and his salvation and his status and his status. And therefore, I was somehow tarnished. Oh, yeah, yeah. you were. were. Mm -hmm. And so now I was no longer like this pristine thing that he wanted when he got back. all of this nuance, I sometimes forget it about yeah. Mormon culture at all. This is why I'm constantly enraged about so Mormonism. Right. This yeah. very this very situation right here where I'm just like, it just it's hard enough being a female in the society and then you add all this extra shit onto it where it's just like you feel like a piece of shit. And you said chewed up gum one time, Kendra. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, that's literally how that's what they attribute it to. That's what they call chewed you. up gum. Yeah. You can never unchew that gum. Yeah. God. I'm sorry that you went through a f- <laughs> All that last. Oh my God! And like, this is such a short time frame if you really think about it. Right, yes. right. Shit, this is like a this three or two four years. Year, yes. like, yeah. couple <laughs> years. Like, so like, I try, I tried to stick it out. We did some letter writing because at first I was just like, okay, we're like, we're just like, I was pissed and felt like crap, but I was like, I'm. We'll just like we'll write some letters and we'll see how it goes so like I tried to keep in contact with him a little bit and I was still going to church but it was really weird because once remember he was the one that was friends with everybody and I was just like with him so once he went on his mission suddenly I was like sitting alone at church mm, what like people would kind of be around but it wasn't the same interaction and camaraderie as it was when he and i were there together these were all his friends from like years all the way back yeah yeah these are the kids he grew up going to church with so so, they know they know they they know something you don't know yeah and like and it was weird and like some people would try like his sister was older and so she'd kind of be like oh come to like family home evening or whatever but it was just it was not the same and i could feel a shift Mm -hmm. and it was noticeable enough that i was really uncomfortable at that point and so i tried sticking it out i i ended up meeting another person Like, this I'm just will like, keep me screw in. Screw this. This will keep <laughs> me busy. So this, the next, the next guy that I ended up dating after like the whole missionary waiting thing just did not pan out, and that kind of fizzled out. And then I met this guy, and it was funny because his parents were sending him to family home evening with his older <laughs> brother to try and get him to go to church. Oh, <laughs> and he and That's I met, and I was it. like, I'm kind of <laughs> sick of this. Should we just both ditch this whole situation? And we did. <laughs> Good. And so we ended up just like hanging out and we both just fucking stopped and we were like, this is ridiculous. 
And so that was like the last time that I was like 2010 or whatever, 2008. I I don't even know. Somewhere around there. I was like 1920 at that point. Okay. It's nice to be talking to a person who was out before the anti-gay shit came yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're so few and far between they're just like nah this is like over it um that was gross did you experience mass exodus over there like we did over here i don't think that i was in it enough to know or notice um i remember hearing about it and really not being cool with it but at that point like most of my fan, like all my siblings had stopped going to church. I think mm. my mom was the only one still holding on at that point. Is she still holding on or is she joined oh, a different God, religion? Oh, God, yeah. Nope. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's right. She on. doesn't like your aunt because of the she soda doesn't pop. doesn't like my aunt because of soda jokes. <laughs> um, she's still, and it's so funny because the, hypo- the hypocrisy. She was like, she was living with her boyfriend before they were married mm-hmm. and wasn't even going to church. But like, heaven forbid you say anything negative about the Mormon church. So, so weird, weird. Place it's to so be. weird. Like, she's still were you like, out before Prop 8? Because you were in California for that. I was in California for that. Oh, that dude. was like 2008, I think. So it was like probably right when we were about to be out. I like, was it- probably right in the middle of my like, fuck this noise. Mm-hmm. It probably helped you be like, especially <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, like, done with this crap. And like at that point too, when I left is when I just started getting more accepting of my own sexuality again, mm. which was a whole nother journey back to just being comfortable with who I am because I kept going back to this church that was telling me like, no, that, that you have to be with a man. Like there's, this is the only way. And so I kept going back to that and trying to force it. And so once I finally was able to get out, then I was like, oh, there's there's more than this binary like bullcrap, mm-hmm. which is really nice. And I just I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like God, if God's real, God doesn't care. No, like no Judas way. Priest. Like, I mean, there's no whatever. way. There's just no way. Jesus hung out with a prostitute. Jesus didn't have a wife. He hung out with 12 dudes. Like, I'm going to connect those dots. <laughs> he, he had a really nice body. He was washing their feet. Come on. Yeah, like we're talking fetishes. He, he knew them. He yes, knew them. biblically. Hmm. <laughs> biblically, like me and T. Brad. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> um, so... Is this guy that you left the church with your hubby? Like, how'd you meet him? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> there Open was, to like, you guys. two more boyfriends. And then, so my husband and I, um, we actually knew each other in high school here in California. Oh, cool. Um, we ran in the same groups of friends. Um, he tried asking me out once, and I used a really lame excuse that I didn't date my ex's friends. Because oh, that's a lame excuse. That's no, no, no. It's in high lame. school, that's fine. Wait, it's lame because oh, I sure dated someone. his friend for like a week. <laughs> yeah, you're a bitch. <laughs> I'm washing my hair. I can't. I'm like, oh, you're friends with my ex of a week. Oh my god. <laughs> well, the dog's like, guess who got the last laugh, bitch? Yeah, exactly. He's like, let me in the house. What um, kind of dog is it? Can you tell us about your puppy real quick? We have four dogs. Are they all uh, big? That one's big. 
That one's big. So we have two Catahoulas, which are like hunting dogs. You're going to have to Google that. Um, and they're pretty big. <laughs> Me and you both. <laughs> How do you spell that? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Catahoula um, leopard dog? Yes. Oh, my God. I love yeah. them. Do they have the blue eyes? <sighs> yes. No. Oh, she's Sorry. Muted. I had to mute because they were both barking at each other. You had to yell at them. Um, <laughs> So ours do ours do not have the blue eyes. They're not that cute. So we have ones that are black and brindle. So uh-huh. they're not. They don't. Well, our younger one has a little bit of the white spotting, like on his chin and chest. Mm. Um, but they aren't. Don't act the like these. They're not cute. cute so they're blue. Ones. They're blue colored, right? Yeah. So they're. Yeah, I guess they're cute. Blue. Whatever. I don't want to hear about the it. Brindle patterning. Uh, patterning. I don't know. They were cheaper because they weren't the cute ones. Okay. Yeah, that's what <laughs> no, that's my real. French bulldogs are definitely cheaper because they're brindle pied, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. They're cute. yeah. I'm like, I don't care. Give me the dog. Yeah. Um, well, like it, that's the same with basset hounds. Like if their ears don't go around their snout, their feet they're not worth as much, which is so psychotic and totally human. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever. Give me the dog. Um, <laughs> give me that puppy. And then we have two uh, just like mutt chihuahuas that we've had forever. You're going to say chihuahuas, man. What attracts people to these dogs? <laughs> our first one. So our first one was uh, like a neighbor's dog had puppies and they're like, oh, my God, take this dog. We're like, OK, so I've got her. That's how I got Angel. <laughs> she was my fr- and she was my first dog that was mine as okay. an adult human. Mm-hmm. And she's like 10 now. Um, and then uh, my, before I had gotten her fixed, my sister brought her stupid little rat dog over and they made babies. <laughs> they made sweet, sweet love. They made sweet, sweet love. And we ended up with Christmas puppies and we kept one of them. So that's our other one. Well, I mean, whatever. They, uh, my sister had a chihuahua named Clarence. He was adorable, but he also would like hide his shit in the cushions of the couch. Oh my God. <laughs> like actual shit or like things yeah like he would like sh- shit so hide somewhere and shit and then he would like grab them he would like take it either in his mouth because he always had like shit breath. Like, little dogs always eat shit oh my god no and then he would like bury it in between the cushions <laughs> and i'm just like you've got to go dude like i love you but you've got to go <laughs> this one's broken this one's broken <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well and like i my one of my old friends had like miniature doberman pitcher pinchers and they were the same way or they were like half that half chihuahua and she had a brand new car and one of them shit all over in the back seat and then proceeded to step all over it so it got like jammed in her uh seat belt uh and i'm just like well i mean you chose to have these dogs i don't think the two big dogs would do this man i don't think they would but i think they'd hold it i think they have some little courtesy <laughs> Oh my gosh. No. I apparently have opinions. I have. <laughs> we have. <laughs> so well, I have two of each, so there. So there. No, I'm glad you have the big dogs. It makes up for it. I don't they know if you heard. each other out. <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but I really want a bloodhound, so. Yes. I was watching Basset Hound Puppies yesterday, though, and I was just like, oh my god, they're so I'm just cute. Waiting for you to get a dog so that I can come over. I'm not gonna get a dog. I'm allergic to everything, and I can't. Oh, I don't. No. I live with. I live with. I mean, maybe, maybe if like my whole entire living situation changes and I don't work the hours that I do, maybe. Yeah, because it's, it's not fair. Not, to the dog. It's not fair. Yeah. 
Colina is probably still yelling at her dogs right now. Um, we have like a street racer go by. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> I yeah, actually am fine. enjoying the show. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Oh my god, I'm like wow. And we were just in Josh. Like I took my kids on this camping trip to Joshua Tree for three days, which is like out in the middle of the desert, and it's beautiful and it's completely silent. And so I'm, I'm with like, you. I don't think you need to explain to anyone what Joshua Tree is. I don't know. It's in California, so I don't know what people. Yeah, are no, aware it's of. like it's around the world and it's a U2 album so okay, like fine. <laughs> well we were in Joshua Tree so booyah <laughs> and we did rock climbing and scrambling and we my f- my eight year old oh my gosh my eight year old did the chasm of doom which mm. is too scary for me <laughs> the dogs are in so much they're trouble just, dude, they're <laughs> No treats. No, tonight. it's seriously, it's seriously fine. It doesn't matter. We can, we can um, hear you better than we can hear them. So my kid did the Chasm of Doom, and it's <coughs> like this uh, super kind of crazy under rocks cave climbing scrambling thing. And there's a part called the coffin, and the only way to get through it is to lay on your e- on your back, and you're between a boulder on the bottom and a boulder suspended over the top. <sighs> And you wiggle yourself through about a six or seven foot stretch <gasps> on your back. Yeah, and I'm then you immediately it's a, it's a stand no up. <laughs> you stand up and you're in a chimney, which is just like a, a opening that you have to like put your back then against one side of? and your feet on the other and like get yourself up. Holy shit. I'm too fat for this for sure. I'm, I was pretty sure I was too fat for it too. And then we were going to, both of my kids wanted to do it. Because we went with a group from their, like, school. Uh-huh. And the the two people that founded this enrichment center they go to, um, they're, like, rock climbing people. So they know all these places. Like, we'll take you through. Oh, yeah. They, they set <laughs> up your actual ropes for the kids and did all kinds of craziness. Um, but so this one, I guess, <laughs> we were going to go. My youngest wanted to go. She's five. And... We got like halfway up to where the entrance is, and she just noped right out of the whole thing. So yeah. I was like, because she's smart. Yeah. She's coming by empty. Come sit right here. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll take her back. No problem at all. <laughs> so we went back and we waited. And my son and a couple little girls and the two adults, they ended up going through it. They went through it super fast. There was like 20 hmm. minutes in and out. Um, the group before them that had substantially more children, they were in there for an hour and a half. Oh, my fucking God. Uh, I can't no. even. I'm no. so glad my son went the second group. We stayed back. We had lunch. We hung. We scrambled some rocks. <laughs> what, okay, well, I don't know. I know what Joshua's tree is, but I don't know what scrambling means. So scrambling is a, like a rock climbing term. I'm new to it. Um, it's basically going up rocks, no ropes. Um, but it's not a sheer face. So where, like in Joshua Tree, where you see those pictures of like all the boulders piled uh-huh. up. So it would be climbing up all that to the top yeah. or wherever. Hmm. And so it's it literally you're scrambling up the rocks. We used to do that in like the Red Hills above Richfield. Yeah. It's yeah. super fun. I didn't know I, that I was a pro at scrambling. I didn't know, I didn't know that was actually you're a, a scrambler. Thing, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's just called getting up the fucking mountain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any way that you could, and yeah. preferably before anybody else. <laughs> yes. Yes. <clears throat> just, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I never, so I never won, super, brothers. 
super quiet out there and serene, so I'm on like noise overload right now. I can't uh, even. Yeah. I'm, like so overstimulated already. <laughs> I've been home for like three hours. Oh, it's because it was uh, it was like fall break or whatever, right? Uh, no. So my kids are homeschooled. Oh, okay. tell us and about they, that. It's Just fun. Just raising them weirdos, huh? Just raising them weirdos. <laughs> no, we uh, I'm not like one of those fundamentalist homeschoolers. Uh, we do a strictly uh, secular. Uh, curriculum. We use what? the Socratic method. <laughs> Will you um, message me this curriculum? Because I'm like, yeah, I, d- I really, I really like it. Like the the TK. It's nice because it's it's like TK K one two three whatever, but they're um, set up for age ranges, not specifically for the grade. Mm. Um, and so, like my son, we did level K for first and second grade because what it does is it goes through all these countries. <laughs> Um, throughout the world and it in a very awesome respectful way where you learn about the culture and the food and the geography and like you deep dive and we spread it out because my son he's all about facts and wants to learn every detail and will go down every rabbit hole he's getting diagnosed with ADHD so now we know where that comes from (laughs) Um, he's hyper fixated on all of it (laughs) he hyper fixed States on everything and so we did instead of one week for every country we did like three or four weeks for every country so we oh, split really it over cool. two two years because it's one of those it's it includes a little of everything so you're covering all your subjects but then um and it's literature based with tons and tons of books can i ask do you go through like a like a like an annex kind of thing because like my sister works for that where she calls and she checks in on them and make sure that they're like like you get like you get like packets and stuff is it like that mm-hmm. no so we're through a charter school okay um which is rad because the way it works in california and i know it's not this way in every state and that really sucks because this model is amazing um it's considered a public school so we're a charter homeschool through okay. an actual charter school they have directors teachers they've got like all the iep people like everything is all like they're writing the curriculum for you but they're letting you go at your Uh, own pace and stuff or what so you get to pick your own curriculum and the thing that i love about it is the money that would normally go to the school Uh that your children attends and they take attendance and they get money like the actual building yeah we get that money and so some of it the school keeps to run the school so we have these teachers and faculty um and the rest of it goes towards us so my son gets a little over fifteen hundred dollars every semester to spend on curriculum first tutoring if needed uh consumables so like art stuff and then extracurriculars so we can get reimbursements for gymnastics or like the enrichment center that we attend they pay for that um, oh my God! I'm moving to California. Yep. <laughs> Goodbye. It's, it's super rad. And no, we honestly, so I'm talking shit on homeschooling, but school right now is so like the schooling system right now is in such shambles that I think if I did have kids, I would homeschool them. But back in the day, homeschooled kids are fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> and see, I was homeschooled sixth and seventh grade. Going into eighth grade, being homeschooled for the past two years was fucking terrible. Yeah, I bet. Because I was not ready for middle school drama. And, mm-hmm. and middle school I, seriously the fucking worst. Oh, it's so bad. And I already have a really hard time with social situations and cues. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on around me. I'm just like, yeah. You're, you're me. That's why we get along. We're 80. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, autism. I'm gonna, I will mirror all day. Yep. Yeah. 
but I don't know what the fuck is going on here. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't like drama. I'm very straightforward. I don't understand, like, being two-faced or any of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Because it just doesn't make Serve logical sense yeah. to it me. Honestly, it honestly seems, like, act, a, it seems like a big waste of time to me. Like, I'm like, yeah. I don't have, like, energy for this. My brain's no. doing other stuff. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much to keep track of. I can't. So that, yeah, that was super hard because I wasn't socialized, but the way that I do it with my kids is so every Wednesday they go to this enrichment center, they just take cool classes. Like they have an art class in the morning. My son takes like a three hour STEM class where they just do science, technology, engineering, math. Um, My daughter does like karate and tumbling. Like they've got all these cool. Wow. And they have like friends there. They have friends there. They go every single week. It's from 9 a.m. to 2.30 in the afternoon. I get a whole day off to myself. Nice. Um, And then we do stuff like this. We just did this trip. They're doing another Joshua Tree trip in the spring. I think they're doing the Grand Canyon at some point this year. Um, We go on field trips with our charter school separately also. That's awesome. And in non-COVID times, it was like two field trips a month. So... It's very just, like, different. Thinking, I should write I should all, write of, this all down, of this down, but now I remember I'm recording it. <laughs> I don't have to. Oh, you're like, I don't have to write it down. You can listen to it again. <laughs> oh, you guys, can I just read you the funniest fucking thing on the planet real quick? Yeah. Oh, no. Are you scrolling? No, no, no. So, my friend Lindsay, do you guys remember Lindsay Slack? She. So, yeah, when we were freshmen, she was a senior. So. Kalina, oh, you're not, not gonna remember nope. her. Kendra, I, gotta get the, I gotta get the right yearbook here. We sat, we sat next to each other in French class. or like, and we just like loved each other. We were like bros. We broke down hard, but we're still like such buddies. <laughs> and she's Aww. been sending me uh, the like lady Sasquatch videos. She thinks they're so fucking funny. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I remember her. <laughs> yeah, she's she's Tanner's cousin. Um, so anyways she is in the hospital right now I'm like dude are you okay she's like i destroyed my collarbone so they put a plate in to hold it together and i'm like shit how please tell me you were in a sasquatch costume <laughs> she goes if only lol i was on a scooter going like 25 miles per hour with the hubby i was playing titanic and we crashed so hard it threw me like 10 feet oh my god <laughs> I'm like, so it's pretty much, you were pretty much in a Sasquatch costume. (laughs) She's fucking 37 years old. I love her. Never change, Lizzie Slack. That's amazing. I wish I was that adventure. I was playing Titanic. I can see her fucking doing that. They were doing King of the World on a scooter. That's what they were doing. Yeah, that's... I don't, yeah, I don't know. Her husband was like, I'm King of the World! Broke her, fucking destroyed her collarbone. She's almost oh forty. God. god bless. Oh my gosh, <laughs> things start are already starting to hurt me. I can't imagine <laughs> screwing something up that much. I had to yeah, change dude, my I- sleeping position because my hips were killing me last night. I was like, not this one. I was throwing, I was throwing kegs the other day, like it was the beginning of my bartending career, not like apparently the end of it. And my body has been like, uh, you sure you want to do that? <laughs> Like no, fuck! I, like I'm, oh. I sh- I'm pushing thirty-five. Maybe I shouldn't be throwing full kegs of beer. <laughs> like maybe I should be throwing them like a fucking Viking, you know? Oh, dude! I, to go to bed last night after we did all the rock climbing, scrambling baloney, I had to like take two Tylenol just to go to sleep. 
Because everything hurt. <laughs> I'm on prescription person? take proof ibuprofen. Like they, oh, I got I got Tylenol PM, man. Yeah, I got muscle relaxers. <laughs> I've got prescription ibuprofen. Like this is a this is thirties, man. Everybody prepare. Can't let well, it. At least you guys have an excuse. You've had babies. I just don't take care of myself. Oh, that's a whole nother mess. How many kids do you have? Lord, only two. But they so have hard cute. pregnancies or what? No, but like I'm five two. Yep. And my children were eight pounds three ounces and nine oh. pounds two ounces. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. So they were giant and they destroyed and you carried my pelvic them floor. too. Like you, you were a wearing a baby wearing mama too. Yes, I yeah, and I wore them. Oh, my five year old still wants to go up sometimes, and it's honestly <laughs> it's easier than giving a piggyback ride because I don't have to use my arms. Mm-hmm. So. I'll humor her sometimes, but not. But I mean, like, if that's at the expense of your body, like, yeah, it wears you down. Like, I got, I I should be buff. I don't understand why I'm so fluffy because I literally carried giant babies (laughs) for years (laughs) on my back. Well, I think that's like okay. So, have you has your body recovered or no? Well, never be. It's Uh, never gonna be the same. Obviously, no, it's never gonna be the same. Um, uh, yes and no. Like, I'm. Or Kegel's going your back friend? to the doctor. Not even, dude. I'm I'm actually going to see a doctor about all of my a pelvic, pelvic floor, floor specialist. Yeah, I just got the referral for the pelvic floor PT people, and I'm so happy. Yeah, I'm like, congrats. can I just like jump on a trampoline and not worry, please? And not, not pee. And not pee <laughs> on myself, like sneezing without crossing. I my honestly, legs. I feel so bad for your mom's. Like, I mean, obviously, it's worth it. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Some days, some days. <laughs> but like, yeah, like I always sympathetic for that shit. Did you have? Did you have a? Did you have a postpartum at all? Oh yeah, so bad. Yeah. We. Both I want to talk kids. about that just because I want to normalize it. Um, yeah, of course. Especially so, in our culture. Especially in our culture. Like, especially in the Mormon culture, we have a lot of Mormons listening. Yeah. Um, so like, it's okay to have postpartum depression. Talk about it so you don't kill yes, your kids. <laughs> yes. I mean, and mine was never. Mine was always very internalized. Back on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, the the kind of depression it was just like a a deep, deep depression, like, like sorrow, very much so, and just like, like I was there to f- nourish and feed this child because I breastfed both of my kids, and that was basically my identity, yeah, and just sadness and being home and like my husband noticed both times and he brought it up and he knew to look out for it because he knows that I have like dealt with depression and that kind of stuff right and so he brought it up both times he's like babe like how are you doing like I can tell you're really down and so he always was good about checking in with me I am a huge I'm the best advocate for other people getting help and the worst mm-hmm. advocate for, for myself. yourself. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right. So I just drug myself through it and I do not ever recommend that for anyone else. Don't yeah. do it. It's the worst. I am still dealing with shit. Like, how old's your youngest? Finally, she's five. Shit. Yeah. I mean, that's, but that, that happens, man. I mean, if, if you don't like, like are you doing anything proactive here, girls? Take care of it? Or? I, I am now. So I, the hard thing too is my husband has changed companies that he works for a couple times. So oh, our insurance yeah. will change. This is why insurance shouldn't be linked to jobs. Yep. Yeah. Fuck Christ yes. Sake. Because every time, okay, again, ADHD, I'm really bad and my executive function is like zero. Mm-hmm. And so 
go following through to actually call somebody also anxiety um to make an appointment just was so hard for me and then by the time I'd get the nerve up it's like oh well we're switching insurance now so ah yeah that's and so then it just the process would start over again and so I finally 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 um we have Kaiser now and you can make appointments on their app Mm -hmm. oh nice and so that's what I did. And so I made an appointment for my primary care and I went there and I told her all the things that are wrong with me and she made all the referrals and oh, I, um, she gave me all these phone numbers to call. She put everything in my chart and I literally left the doctors. My kids were with my mother-in-law. I drove to a nearby parking lot and I parked and I made every single phone call. Nice. Because I knew your that. ADHD was not in. It was not there that day. Yeah, but no, no, no. Sometimes, sometimes getting that validation where it's like, "Yep, this just you got some shit going on with you." It's like, okay, so I'm just on a basket case. Cool. Then I can do yeah. this. I can work through it. It's less help. You feel like you you feel less helpless once someone says, "Yep, that's cool. It's cool that Absolutely. you feel that way. This is what's going on." Yeah. So she like she got me because I have other health stuff going on too, and I've got like really crappy genetics on my mom's side. And so, like, she made an appointment for me to get all this lab work done, and now I'm going to go see a rheumatologist because it's a little funky. And they, uh, she got me the referral for, like, the urogynecologist. Those are the people that do the pelvic floor stuff. So Mm -hmm. not a normal gynecologist, um, which I guess is very an important distinction if you want to get things taken care of. Uh, Uh, Urogynecologist. And so she got me that referral. I made that appointment. And then who else? Oh, and therapy. Hmm. So I just started therapy. I just had my first psychiatrist appointment. Do you like your psychiatrist or is it still wait and see here? It's still wait and see because it's like my therapy appointment was intake. So it's just Mm kind of like, tell me everything about your life. And... Then we'll so go the, from the, there. Real, the real work hasn't begun quite yet. The real work has not begun with this guy. Um, but, but how do you feel? Like, what's your initial thought? What's your initial thought? Like, does he seem like proactive? Um, yeah, he seems really cool, and he did was he mention God open. once? No, no. <laughs> well, God, it's a win. It's a win. Yeah, big, <laughs> big steps in the right direction. And I think too, the part of the reason why I was so hesitant was because I had such a shitty experience with that other therapist. Mm-hmm. And but this guy was totally chill. He seems really cool. Um, and then he got me a psych referral because they do all the medication stuff. Right. So we talked they, about he'll that. He'll be communicating with that person, right? Mm-hmm. Things and have changed so, so much, you guys. We're so lo- like we're so lucky things are progressing. It's so much better. And yeah. so he like forwarded all the info over, and, and she and I met and talked. And so we're gonna try me on a med. I haven't picked it up yet. I did not want to start a new medication while I was going camping. Probably good call. Good call. Good call. <laughs> So we're probably going to pick that up tomorrow and we'll try it out and see. But I'm, I'm also very hesitant um, about like SSRIs. And this is actually an SNRI, mm-hmm. which works a little bit differently. Um, so that's why I'm willing to try it. Mm-hmm. But we will see because I've had not great experiences with medications before. And I've had really good experiences with natural uh, remedies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I if I told my husband I will try this I will give it a try I will do the trial period of however long they say it takes for it to take effect or unless I have terrible side effects and then we'll just right, stop. Right. Um, <laughs> the emergency shutdown of the, the pills I love that <laughs> like nope yeah because one of the um, biggest things that I noticed being medicated, medicated is, is like, like 
when I was on my first medication, I definitely noticed an increase in suicide ideation. So I was just yeah. like very hyper aware of the effects that they have on. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm gonna even have my husband like keep track of any yeah. changes. Yeah. Well, uh, just not not just your husband. Tell your friends. You know, I mean, like that's yeah. what I did because I, I just my went sister. back on Paxil and I was like, "Yo, guys, I've been on it before. I think I'll be fine." But just so you're all in the know, like I told my housemates, I'm like, I'm going on depression pills. If you see like a weird anything, like A, talk to me about it. Let me know. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, because like we're older now. There's This isn't a shame thing. There's no, yeah. there's no sense of being ashamed no. of any of this shit. I and think it's just like going in with an open mind, go into it with honesty and you'll be fine, man. You got and, this. And I love yeah. that now people are so much more open because I know that the majority of my mom friends are medicated in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, like, I have one friend who has to medicate for her ADHD because it, like, really gets in the way of her life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she's on meds for that. And I've got multiple friends on different depression medications, anxiety medications. And we all talk about it because it shouldn't be stigmatized so that you know that it's okay. Like, my mom will not see a fucking therapist. And I know she deals with major depression and anxiety. She will not see a therapist because... First of all, the way that when she grew up, that was shameful. You just didn't and do that thing. You just got only over crazy it. people see yeah. therapists. How old's your mom? Like sixties? No, she's 50, 55? F- 51 or two. I think she was born in sixty nine. Whatever that is, math. Oh, so you, you and uh, Holly's, your mom and Holly are the same yep. age. Yep. Mm. My mom's nine years older than your mom, and yeah, it's the yeah. Same. My yeah, mom's fifty two or something like that. Fifty three. So the other thing is that as as a I, f- I swear to God, I think this is a Trump supporter thing. She does not want it to go on her record that she has seen a therapist so that they will not come after her guns. Oh, my God. Not that she even owns one personally, but, like, she doesn't want that right taken away from her because she has therapy. Does she not? What? That's that's her 100% her reasoning. She doesn't. Yeah. Tell her to turn off fucking Fox News, please. Right? <laughs> Like, it's like, just turn it off. Like, that's the best thing you guys oh, like. Turn I off any 24-hour news thing. Just stop watching I the news, please. I had to unfriend her on Facebook. It was so bad. And now she's not on Facebook at all because Facebook's the worst, apparently. Because okay. Trump's banned. Yeah. Yeah. She, did she go on, on Parler? Did she have a Parler? I have no idea. I Wait, bet she uh, is. He, he just launched his brand new one. And instead of tweets, it's called Truths. Ew. And uh, it got hacked within like 20 minutes. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh my god! Like, don't you worry your pretty little heads. Uh, the hackers are on our side. <laughs> We've got all the best ones. We've got all these tech, these tech gods that you guys are so attracted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It, so I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with my crap finally. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it just takes coming around to it, right? Like, especially the way we were raised, where it's just like, perfection, 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 perfection. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. Throw yourself into the religion, throw yourself into your love for the Lord, and it's like, well, it doesn't always work out that way. It doesn't always shake out like that. Thinking that, like, (laughs) oh, if you're just pious enough, if you just pray enough, if you're just good enough, it'll Mm -hmm. be fine, and you'll feel good, and you'll be happy, because this will all bring you joy. It, but like, it, when it's not bringing you joy, it adds to your depression because you're like, "What the yeah. fuck is wrong then with you're me?" You're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we're all you fucked up in the be. right ways, huh? Has it hasn't been comforting though, just hearing everyone be like, "Yep, me too." Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, this uh, podcast has have... been therapy for me, honestly. <laughs> like, you're not the first person to tell me that today. <gasps> yeah. Oh my serious. god. <laughs> 
Oh, and speaking of, so there's a lot of things I'm super curious about. Uh, yes, I know exactly what you're going to say, but say it. Ask questions. Who Here we go. is Note Boy? Oh, my God. No, I thought you were going to talk about Stephen Benjamin. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no Boy. Listen, that's no next. Boy. That's no Boy's, he will, we're going to try and get him on. We really are. Because he and I be were like buddies in high school. Surprise. And surprise. Yeah, it's going to be, we'll tell you off there. Do I, but, uh, okay, hold on. Kendra, do I know him? Oh, yeah. yeah, you know him. You, you absolutely totally know 100% him. know him. Oh, everyone, everyone who went to high school when he was in high school knows who he is. Everybody. Oh, my so. Note boy. And that's why we have to keep it a secret. Sorry. I am going to dig out my yearbook. But he's also no, going to yeah. be... People, if people guess, I say yes, but oh, only one well, person I'm on has the guessed. Hunt. New fixation. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I think he's going to be like a way funny... Um, interview guess, just because yeah. he's just yeah because he's just like a fun like everyone loves him but uh he's also still a mormon as far as i know uh, yeah so, so it's that, gonna be great yeah it'd be it'll be a good interview we're gonna have to start working on that anyways next question uh yeah next uh steve dude have we heard anything else because i ugh, do you think that was just another person wait, wait. i was so in love with him oh my god mm-hmm. yeah he's adorable <laughs> but um you have a fucked family do you think his family being like yeah he's fine is like because i nope don't be, don't believe it until i hear from him i don't i don't know i'm gonna keep wondering you know i i wonder if them being involved with the facebook group exactly is, yeah exactly put him off and he maybe just reached out to them and was like look back off yeah yeah and, and they put their own little at. spin on it <laughs> It yeah, wasn't supposed to be like, that at all. It no, wasn't I know. Supposed to be that at I, all. No, no. Because if, yeah, if for whatever, like, I'm not going to speculate on people's home lives, but, like, if there's a legitimate reason like that, I just feel bad that it has now cut him off from other people that exactly. wouldn't judge him for exactly. it. Exactly. Because I, <laughs> I don't judge him for it at all. I've cut plenty of family members out of my life. <laughs> well, We're and, like, same homie. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, like, if he was around, like, dude, if you're in California, like, can we hang? Like, (laughs) I would totally be down. Like, I'm not going to put any weird pressure on it, but, like, one of my favorite memories of Steve was, I think it was after the Relay for Life, where Uh we did, like, the overnight, all-night thing at, was it at the SFIC, I think? Oh, yeah. Or was it at the school? Um. But it was after, I think it was, I'm pretty sure, again, my memory is shit. Or was it, was it oh, you were there senior year. I was like, or was it just like it the. It wasn't senior year. Li- <clears throat> end of school. Was, the only thing I think we ever did overnight would have been Relay for Life. Yeah, because you just keep walking around You just the keep track, walking right? around. And then they fed you like McDonald's sandwiches in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and we were hanging out in his, I think he had a, did he have a van? We were hanging out in his van. Uh, like after that and we just talked forever yeah he was su- he's such an intellectual i love that kid yeah and that was I'm like, like i don't feel like anything was off limits memories no yeah. no judgment Mm-mm. yeah one of the only things i remember talking to him about was queefing and i did not know what that was <laughs> and i'm pretty sure that's the instance he wrote about in my journal or my yearbook that was like if i've ever done anything to offend you and i'm like it wasn't the queefing boy <laughs> Oh my god! I just didn't know what That's that was. So funny. <laughs> um, no, I hope instead of the Facebook group, he listens to this. Is there? I think there's a link uh, in the Facebook group to this. Yes, to one. So if he knows, yeah. if he knows about the Facebook group, then he probably knows about this. But I hope he listens because I, again, I'm with you. I'm like, ah, like I don't have a problem with his parents. I don't know them. What I know of them, I like of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the point. 
the point is yeah. I want to figure out where the fuck Steve is and for him to know that we love him because yeah you know whatever I've talked about it a million times it, w- it was therapeutic <laughs> for me I think it was therapeutic for Kendra I'm sure it's gonna Dude, be therapeutic like for you to hear that everyone was worried bawled. about you when you left I bawled in that episode the letter to him I was just crying like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh I love that <laughs> but I mean that's the good part about Richfield right is that we all kind of like liked each other there was i feel like your i feel like your negative richfield experiences were mostly in home Mm -hmm. (laughs) not really high school so yeah that's what kendra and i were talking about was that it's so hard for me to put these two experiences together because they happen simultaneously there's this huge traumatic experience and like awful home life with these people they're supposed to be my family and then at the same time i have these amazing friends and all these amazing mm-hmm. experiences and this awesome school community and all these other things that i'm doing that i love and how do you reconcile that like yeah. i mean I'm, I'm the same exact then, way yeah, yeah we both are the same exact way because we're like uh so many trauma such good times yeah, yeah exactly because it was like um I like high school was my break and luckily it wasn't a bad place to be like thank god absolutely because like it was where I could just kind of chill I didn't have to worry about like no one was fucking with me you know mm-hmm. and like I knew I was liked and it was popular like I knew that like and I didn't really care about school that much so I didn't care about my grades so like it was truly just like a break but it was like a nice atmosphere to be around there were classes that i just wanted to get a's in like i always wanted to get an a in mr kazir's class and i usually mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like uh yeah i'm with you where it's just like would i ever go back to that time in my life no because it was so awful at my house yeah. but it was so great at school and like even like I miss being around my brother, even though he was an asshole. Like, I miss being next door to Jake all the time. I guess we lived only a mile away, but, like, he can't wake me up with his drum set anymore. That hurts me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like you were talking about the Relay for Life, I haven't done anything special community-wise like that since living there. Yeah, and, like, oh, my gosh. Sorry, guys. He's speaking it, though. He's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> He's like, I went I want in on this podcast. I want to be a star, Mom. <laughs> There's like an, uh, like a nursery across this little valley from us that we're on. And I think somebody's out over there doing something. And my dogs mm. will always go Jugs. crazy. Basically, I mean, that's going all night. And I think there's some hydroponics. So I don't know. It's illegal. <laughs> it's legal here. You can grow it. So... Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it really is legal there. Like, that's where it started to become legal to begin with. Thank you, California. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Y'all got that good stuff, too. Thanks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like a freaking Apple store over here. Yeah. Going it's in. Glorious. For real. For real. And, like, it is, like, really strong potent weed. Like, you forget about the day you just had. Like, you're like, I, I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I legitimately like my husband and i had a date night the other night and then uh, just for funsies we stopped by the dispensary afterwards <laughs> just for funsies. and i picked up some gummies that my friend recommended to me which kind uh i have to look at them i have no idea anymore they're I'm really delicious smokies and wild though i will are those the ones you got me because those are good figure it out. yeah smokies. well these they're ones yummy. and i i know to trust dosage my husband does not because like uh, my tolerance for for flour is really high, um, but I don't do edibles very often. And so I got these and it's like, eat half a gummy. And my husband's like, oh, you can handle the whole one. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm just 
going, oh, I'm just going to do the half. Just going to do the half. And I didn't even eat it till like the next day. In the evening, he was on his way home. So he was almost <laughs> home. So I'm like, I'm going to eat this and it'll probably kick in right when he gets home. And then he can handle it. You're already the melted into the chill. couch when he got home. <laughs> oh my God. He was on his way home and he's like, honey, do you want me to grab dinner? And I was like, I'm sitting in the car because I'm so high. <laughs> and I need you to get me hot fries and peanut butter M&M's <laughs> and a McDonald's hamburger and then just get the kids happy meals and I need sh- you need to get home because they're watching you're like, a movie. And I need you to do this all record time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they're watching a movie and I, I, I was supposed to be cleaning out the truck for this trip and I was halfway done. Oh, no. I ate the half a gummy and I stopped cleaning and just sat in the front seat. Until oh he got God. home. <laughs> I am a good parent. Don't call CPS on me. I mean, no. listen, every, let me tell you something. Every parent, every parent is living that life right now. Like, oh I, I don't even worry about it anymore. People are like, no, everyone's, everyone's eating that edible. They're doing the edible life. All the parents. Dude, I mean, it hit me <laughs> so hard. And I was like, I'm just going to sit right here till I get my hot fries. <laughs> Fucker hot fries. Uh, they're made by Cheetos. Oh, okay. He had to go through two different uh, drive throughs He had to go. Well, luckily, there's a McDonald's not too far, and on the way home, there's a 7 Eleven. So. Oh, so it's like it's like a it's a it's like okay boom boom. It was convenient. Very convenient. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> it was an emergency. <laughs> he was such a dear. He got me like the best. He got he ordered me a double cheeseburger with no cheese because i hate cheese from fast food places and he added mac sauce on it hey so it's like having a big mac without the extra bread and the the shitty lettuce yeah you just cut to the point i feel like i need to go to mcdonald's after this and i hate you for it i will be i will be ordering some (laughs) they're so delicious and they're way cheaper than a big mac because now they charge like ten dollars or something for a big mac it's stupid right california prices yeah, well, it's not ten dollars, but that meal's like eight something. Yeah, no, you can't go. You can't go to the McDonald's park uh, drive-through without spending like nine dollars. Yeah. and it's like, well, then you should pay your employees at least nine dollars an hour, don't you think? Yes, thank you. <laughs> at least maybe eighteen. <laughs> yes. Oh, they have like every fast food place right now around here. I don't know if it's the same there. It's like no hiring, no hiring, no hiring. Yeah, and it's like no orders ever, right? Because it's teenagers making it. God bless yes. them. But no one's giving them like no one's giving them like or, like people su- that just hate their lives and they don't yeah. want to be there and they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Or like they just are working to get their next fix, and when the paycheck comes by, you're not going to see them for a couple of days, and then they'll come mm-hmm. back begging for their job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I've been a manager before. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're at the two-hour mark. Do you have anything else to add? Um, anything we didn't cover? Anything we, I don't we, know. I we're not bound by time, but it is like. And then I totally here. ditched it, so I don't even know. Well, I you're always well, you're always welcome to come back on, especially because like, <laughs> I want to have maybe maybe we'll just do like a short segment about like how life's different post podcast. Yeah. Oh my god, like a half hour Ooh, update. Yeah, I would love like to do that in season three. Yeah. Because like, um, cool. people have they're like 
There's updates to like Brooke's story. There's updates to I'm sure Jordan's story. So well, like, yeah, and I think like, it's also like the conversations that they've had. That's what that's usually the feedback I get. It's like the conversations I've had because of this podcast, and I feel the same exact yeah. way. Where it's yeah. like people didn't ha- understand or it lets people reach out and stuff. So I want to know how you feel and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be I mean, in it would be interesting. Like I'm not, I'm not opposed to like because I'm not, I'm not really in close contact with anyone from mm-hmm. Richfield anymore. Like I think Kendra's the closest. I'm friends with some people on Facebook, but we never ever talk right right um why do we talk so we've well now you both can't pick up social cues (laughs) (laughs) because we're like i'm just gonna bother you that's fine yeah basically send you tiktoks yeah yeah, so like it would be interesting because i yeah we everybody once i kind of fell off face the planet like i've added people back on facebook sometimes like when i've gone through like oh i just don't want to be around anybody that's still involved with the church and then i'll like purge my list and then slowly i'll start like adding people back and Mm -hmm. but i'm at the point now where i'm like yeah it would be kind of cool to reconnect with people and and talk if they're willing about some of that stuff because it's so it's just it it it, it, it kind of gives it gives a it gives a a lens so yeah what, what who and you like were and how why you like, were acting the way you were and like you know yeah what I mean? like, and like nobody knows it was this big shame thing about the whole reason nobody knew why i moved there nobody knew mm-hmm. the real reason mm-hmm. yeah. because we didn't talk about it and so this will be the first time that anybody i think besides kendra is going to hear this story of Thank why I ended Thanks up in Richfield. Thanks for doing the explosive exclusive here on Is yeah. This Place podcast. <laughs> you heard it here Where first. everyone's a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> Even the people you didn't realize. Um, Especially the people you didn't realize. Especially yeah. the people I've been realizing. I got a star right myself. here on that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, you know, I, I'm not opposed to people reaching out. I'm not opposed to, to reconnecting with folks. Um, cool. At all. I'm sorry that we never so. knew each other. I think we probably would have liked each other. I know. I like you now. (laughs) I won't. Do you have a pool? Because I'll probably come swimming if I'm allowed. (laughs) She's building her new dream house on like acreage. She's going to be like, there's going to probably be bees there and some donkeys. I mean, because I'm really uh, country granola sweet. Yeah. She's completing her 4-H challenges. (laughs) I'm very impulsive. (laughs) <laughs> and so I decide I want something and I'm like, yes. I'm like, I want goat's milk soap. So that means yes. I need to get goats so that I can make the goat's milk soap. And you have to grow lavender so. so that you can sprinkle exactly. it Exactly. And then I need the bees to, I'm gonna come over. to pollinate yes. the So lavender. let me know when yes. it's ready. We'll drive over. <laughs> It'll probably be Literally, like a year and a half. Colina is living years. my dream. No. I get jealous every time I watch your homestead. And I'm like, fuck, they've got a shed now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she shed. <laughs> No, they've got like a whole ass thing going on. No, oh yeah, the shed on the property now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it a barn? Is it a shed or is it a barn? It's just a shed. It's just like storage. So we are doing a lot of the work ourselves. Mm -hmm. So on the weekends that we have free, we'll go up there and we'll camp Friday to Sunday on our property Uh and do work. It's hot. (laughs) It is hot. Hey, I drive a skid steer. It's badass. Do you not um, have a TikTok? Because you could make fucking money by just like documenting. Kendra, your not life. everything is about money. Listen, sometimes. It it be. <laughs> Did you say it should be? Just my house so that I could pay for it. 
Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, that's fine. But like, ugh. no, I know. I know. I was just, everything was just so magical. And Kendra's like, you could make money off of this. And I'm like, no, <laughs> the magic's I'm gone. the worst. <laughs> I'm the worst. Someday. I just fucking hate money. Like I want it, but I hate it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited to see the update on your shit. You're going to have to send me over pictures or whatever. And then we're just going to go visit and do an episode there in a, in a yeah. year and a half. You, that's your yeah. deadline. Oh, a year yes. and a half. Year and a half-ish. <laughs> Because it's California, so permits take ages. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Well, I guess we say these things. In the, oh, yeah. Do you know about this part? You have to do Yes, this is my favorite part. Okay. okay. So we say these things. <laughs> Name is Jesus Christ. Amen. Is This the Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.